everybody <laughs> is zoned out and Josh is like 17 guns into your <laughs> options of what you might want to carry. They are he pretty might be over exaggerated. <laughs> no, not even. Okay. I, yeah, 16 I, guns. I think I'm not like putting enough emphasis on it because I don't remember all the various calibers and various makes and models <laughs> that you drop. But... Welcome to Oil and Whiskey, an Ironclad Original. I am Josh Henning. I'm Phil Gerber. I'm Jeremy Gerber. Welcome to Oil and Whiskey, an Ironclad Original, presented by Blade HQ. Go to bladehq.com slash oil and whiskey to shop their selection of knives. Get you some pocket knives. Be a man. Get you a fucking blade. Or two. Cut some shit with it. Uh, <laughs> today's guest is Del Yushenko, who owns and operates Delmo Speed and Custom. We're also going to take some of your listener questions and some more. We got a new edition of listener questions this week. But first, it's time for On the Gas. In this segment, we want to take some time to shout out an individual vendor, shop, or company that's got their foot on the gas, doing great work, and taking their projects and industry to the next level. We definitely have somebody that's on the gas and taking things to the next level this week. We do. Who do we um, have? Going with Premier Street Rods out of uh, Havasu, Arizona. Lake Havasu, Arizona. Yeah, my neighbors. Right down the road. Yep. Um, yeah, kind of two-part business. Uh, a lot like us, build some pretty cool high-end stuff on the uh, the car and truck side. And then um, building complete uh, reproduction bodies for the uh, 47 to 54, um, 67 to 72 C10s, then just drop this blazer that... Uh, it's a pretty awesome piece at a great time as all the, the Blazer and four-wheel drive stuff seems to be taking off. Yeah, yeah and they just got certified, I think, by GM, too. So <clears throat> that's huge. Yeah. Yep. Licensed, yeah, last yep. week or something. Yeah. They got the 55 to 59 Chevy trucks as well. They do the cabs for. But I think this Blazer deal, that's definitely going to be one that's going to change some things up. Yeah, I have one of their 59 cabs, one of the first ones they made, and just drove down to Havasu from Prescott and picked it up, had lunch with them, and Great, great guys. Great, great shop. Yeah, I've only met Ross a couple of times, but a couple of times he was very nice. Seems like he's got a, definitely got his foot on the gas. I mean, they're bringing bodies out left and right, and everything I hear about him is a good fit, too. So Yeah, so I follow him. I see all the cool jig work. It's neat to see the process of those things going together. The Blazer's probably got to be the easiest one for him. Easiest one for the builders, too. You've only got you know, two doors. Roof is cut and dry there so if you could bang those quarters on line the doors up yeah get yourself a, a good start to your project it only takes 800 c clamps yeah <laughs> well check them out at premierstreetrod.com or on in on the instagram at premier street rod Del Yushenko is the founder of Delmo Speed and Custom. Del is well known for his work with Resto Mod Classic Trucks, specifically the 60s C10 Chevy trucks. Check out Delmo Speed and Custom's website at delmospeed.com, or you can follow his shop on Instagram at Delmo Speed. Del Yushenko, welcome to Oil & Whiskey. Thanks for having me, guys. Pleasure to be here, as always, and uh, I love coming out here. The weather's nice. <clears throat> it's kind of similar to Prescott. It's nice and cool. For right now, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Another just, couple of weeks before that turns. Yeah, you it, guys get hammered, huh? It just turned, man. Yesterday was summer. Now today it's like fall. Yeah, it was almost, 80, almost winter. 86 on Tuesday. Last night, driving home, it was 46. Yeah. 40 Ooh, degrees swing. It's dropping fast. Wasn't yeah. the first day of spring or fall like just a couple days ago? Yeah. Yeah. Could be. Something like that. Damn. That's crazy. But like how cold does it get here in the winter? Like, like 
40, maybe. Below. below. Yeah, below. <laughs> right. It gets cold as shit, honestly. Like minus. Yeah. Like, it, we had minus 50 at the wind chill a couple of like years three ago. Three days in a row it was, it was minus 50. Yeah, they recommended not leaving the house. Yeah. Stay at home. Yeah, I've but, worked uh, in that temperature when I lived in Canada. Yeah, on the oil rigs. Damn. Yep. I refuse to do anything in the cold. My hands, like, I will scream like a little girl. I can't. Busting a knuckle in the cold. Yeah, it's brutal. Oh, no, ratchet, like, ratchet strap oh, in the cold. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> man, that's, that's the worst. Oh, man. it's bad. And minus yeah. 50, like, your nose sticks, like, your eyelids freeze shut, I everything. I do love running out there and taking that. And then running right back inside yeah. after everything <laughs> ices up. As long as your nose doesn't freeze shut, because yeah. that yeah. can happen. But yeah. a good part about it is a lot like Arizona. So this is a wet cold. So you don't, you don't feel it as bad. It's a, it's a freezing cold. wet cold. It's a freezing wet miserable cold. Yeah. Good times. It's a, but it's a we, dry get, hey, we get the change of the seasons. It's yeah. 127. How, how dry could it be? <laughs> it's <laughs> fucking hot. That's what it is. That's what it is. Oh, so you get extremes too. You get the uh, gnarly heat. No, that's the Arizona shot. Yeah. That's everyone uh, in Phoenix. Yeah. Well, you're up in the mountains. Yeah. You I don't, don't get count. that. No, I don't get Phoenix. Why is it Prescott instead of Prescott? So interesting. I didn't say I wouldn't say Prescott for years because I'm like, it's that's not how it's right. Spelled. I don't like. I'm not doing it, it. That's how the locals. Right? I'm not doing it. And then I was talking to this old timer at the rodeo, and he's like, so in the 1800s, when people from out of state would come to buy property and stuff, they would go to the town hall, and a bunch of the locals got together and said, we need to figure out who's from here and who's not because we don't want to sell them land or whatever so we're going to say let's say prescott that way if somebody goes in and goes hey i want this permit uh in whatever prescott <clears throat> they're like okay that guy's from out of, out of town okay. it's like a secret handshake basically kind of like yeah exactly and it's stuck um and a lot of people don't even know the story but they just say it that way and uh but once i heard the story i thought that was kind of cool now you got to be in the club so, so now i'm in the club so now i say that's it yeah good. that's like out here you've got lombard as i like to call it it's fucking Lombard, right? Yeah. But the locals, it's Lombard. Lombard. Yeah. The, or the Mundelein. Whole, but what's the whole Gurney thing? That's the thing that's confusing me, even since. Well, how else would you say? Just I say Gurney. Gurney. You don't have to put I don't, the pronunciation on the knee part. Like it's, it's just Gurney. Like Dan you, Gurney, but not Gurney. Hmm. I don't know. You've obviously never had the Mills effect. <laughs> it's... <laughs> Have long story. We'll get yeah, into it. We're tackling a lot of deep issues in this one. This is some Prescott. Prescott was actually a decent piece of advice. <clears throat> it is. I'm yeah. sorry I couldn't have anything that riveting for yeah, you about <laughs> Gurney. That's you're gonna be like, well, back in the day, you know. <laughs> well, it might actually affect how your service is too if you say Prescott or Prescott. Okay. Really? Yeah. Insider tip. Yeah. Locals only. It is beautiful. You just said it on a podcast, and so everybody's gonna be saying Prescott. Yeah. yeah. Prescott. <laughs> Is it also the roundabout capital of the world? Yeah, I know you guys had to go through a hundred of them um, coming to my place, but yeah, and they're putting more in. It bums me out. Stoplight, and then you go. Yeah, it's... it is beautiful out there, though, man. When we stop by your place, dude, that is just oh yeah, absolutely. It is. It there. is gorgeous out there, and um, you know, it's the the like you know we came from Burbank, so the just a cluster. Not a lot of greenery and mountains and trees out in well, Burbank. Well, lots of greenery, beautiful. Like Pasadena, there's areas that are gorgeous, but it's not worth it. You're going through traffic and fighting people, and people are rude. And so it's like, just, it's so beautiful, but it's such a bummer to be there. So wide open spaces up there, clean air, you know, the odd roundabout. But <clears throat> I drive an Audi wagon too. So the roundabouts are actually kind of fun now because I go, you know, I go outside, inside, outside, like as fast as I can hit them. And it's kind of fun. 
Got to apex it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, uh, you've mentioned being from Burbank. Tell everybody how, how you got your start. Where did, where's your background? Um, you from California, not from California. You've had a, had a little wild ride. So tell, take us through it. Yeah. Cool. Um, born and raised in Alberta, Canada. So my dad was a big deer nut, still is. And I just remember being, you know, standing underneath a 69 Ford four wheel drive while he's changing out the gears on the diff and I'm standing under the truck. And, you know, that's kind of my first memory of wrenching with my dad. And then, uh, so he got me into that. I, as I mentioned, worked oil rigs for a bunch of years <clears throat> as a young guy. I'm kind that, of, kind of, you've got to be a, like quite the badass to do that. Like yeah. I was 15 working on a drilling rig in Northern Canada. So minus 40, uh, 12 hour shifts, you know, 30 days in 30 days out. And, you know, when you lift the, the slips on the floor of the rig, when the pipe comes down, you throw slips in this tapered hole and it grabs the pipe. And those are about 200 pounds. And you have to, every time you do a connection on the pipe, you have to pull those out and put them back in. And do you do the cool thing where they like whip the chain whip, around? Yeah, the chain and the, oh, and the tongs that's, and the whole deal. Like that, that's like one of those things at like 2.30, 3.30 in the morning when I have too much stress and anxiety to sleep that I'm <clears> fucking around on YouTube or yeah. something. I bought a video of that. Comes there was up. a show several years like, ago. Damn. Yeah. Fucking cool shit. Yeah. yeah, it's rad. It's super dangerous, but I'll tell you, I like, you know, when... People come to me and say, you know, that their kid is a slacker or, you know, whatever. I say, dude, send him to Canada, put him in a, on an oil rig for six months, <clears throat> and just they will learn how to be a man. They'll learn strength and, like, you know, all this. A bunch th- of cool cuss words, I bet. Tons of cool cuss words. <laughs> how to hit a sign with a beer bottle out the window, <clears throat> all that stuff. But, um, yeah, you grow up fast doing that in Canada. And, um, and then um, started a car audio shop when I got a bit older. And then, um, you know, always built cars for myself in my garage. And then uh, what happened? Started working for a hot rod shop in Canada. Worked there for a couple of years and then ended up buying it. And that was like kind of the start of my Delmos thing. And uh, we got real popular. We won some awards in Canada that are kind of like the Riddler of Canada, I suppose, in my area. Nice. And then That's sponsored uh, by Tim Hortons? Yeah. yeah <laughs> basically, yeah. So then... Um, and what happened? I met my <clears throat> wife. She's a nurse, so we, um, that was a that was a good opportunity to get out of Canada because nurses were like really needed down here. And of course, being a car guy, I knew that California was the mecca for that. So we just packed up our shit. We sold each of our houses. I sold the business. I kept a '61 Ford Unibody. <clears throat> we had a hound dog and a couple pieces of furniture, and we hit the road with a U-Haul and a trailer and landed in Burbank. How'd you hook up with, with Bobby and Old Crow and all that stuff back then? Well, so the next day, uh, we got a hotel. The next day, Ola, my wife, went to work at Cedar sinai in Beverly Hills. She drove the unibody, three in the tree, manual brakes. <clears throat> drove it over Barham Drive through Beverly Hills and went to work. And her first patient was Elizabeth Taylor. So that was a pretty cool story. And wow. then so the next day, I took the U-Haul truck down to Troy Ladd's shop. And uh, I started working at Hollywood Hot Rods. So, um, and Bobby Green was right next door. And uh, Bobby and I became really good friends. And I worked for Troy for about a year. And then Bobby's like, why don't you just rent a spot over here? And 
sounds like a good idea. So I just pushed my toolbox up to 60 feet over to his place. And, that's an easy move. Yeah, yeah. And then we started a great friendship, and and that's when Delmos kind of took off, and uh, we just had tons of fun there at Burbank. Yeah, so. it was like a, just like the coolest hangout there with everybody. It was everybody. It was I've only been there a couple of times, and and you know when you were there and and uh, the old crow speed shop and all the cool shit hanging in there and yeah. Troy right there in the corner. Um, it was just like coming from, you know, down South going out there. It's like, this is what they do every day. Yeah. This is just like, they just hot rod like all the time. Go to in and out burger every yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fucking cool. Yeah. Palm, Palm Avenue was, was a really like a tourist trap. Like there was Dave Martinez was right across the street from us doing upholstery for a lad, of course. Um, me and then uh, Bobby Green. <clears throat> so you would have, you know, legitimate magazine traditional 32s all down the street. Then you'd have a bunch of slam C10s. You'd have a bunch of cool customs getting interior from Dave. And uh, of course, all Troy's high end stuff was there. And it was a really cool street to be on for like, you know, six years or something. We did that. It was really cool. I bet you that first day, like you said, you, you loaded everybody up, you know, like, Beverly Hillbillies, you know, yeah. and headed to California. And the first day, she's, you know, her patient's Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah. You're like, this is just what <laughs> It is all true. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. It, it was that fast. Like, our kind of our dreams came true within the first week of us being there. It was really yeah. surreal. It was really, really it's cool. the American dream. That's wild. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it really, it really is. And, you know, um, we're still chasing it, of course, but we're just having fun and trying to find our way, you know. So where did it get to the point you're like, this California deal, this thing's been fun, but <laughs> yeah. catch you later. Yeah, it was, gosh, it was probably six years in, I guess. We were just like struggling to make money because rent was so high, <clears throat> shop rent was really high, um, and the traffic was beating us up. And although we'd met tons of cool people, I had a lot of celebrity clients. Um, but then we started looking at what other people are paying in different states. It's like, we got to get out of here, you know? So we looked at um, Colorado. Colorado still had maybe two harsher winters. And we looked at Texas. Figured everybody already went to Texas. That was like the cool thing to do already. Yeah, Austin Austin at the time hadn't blown up, and it was um, still pretty affordable. But I could tell the infrastructure, the traffic was already bad. and uh, They didn't have roundabouts. Yeah, they didn't have roundabouts. Get those. <laughs> and, uh, but the humidity and the bugs, I was just like, man, I don't know if I could survive here. Coming from Canada, I, I can like live outside in a t shirt. So, um, and then Phoenix, no way. Although I have a lot of friends in Phoenix, Dino and Sam and Yezzy and all those guys, sure. but I can't do the 120 degrees. So they're like, if we can't have you go up to Prescott and spend the weekend, we're like, where's that? So we, Drove up there, got a hotel in one of the old vintage hotels, and um, we were sold. We were done. That was it. So it was a, once we were there and, and uh, experienced it, it was an easy move. So it is a cool spot, that's for sure. Yeah, it's neat. Lots of dirt biking, lots of hiking and mountain biking, and shooting, like anything you want to do, you just go at your back door and do it. So we've got a very similar kind of atmosphere here, except it's all on YouTube and you can watch it all. Um. <laughs> You subscribed to all yeah. that. <laughs> uh, That's awesome. So what was the first build that was, uh, like, really putting you on the map? Gosh, well, I mean, there's two different worlds in Canada. Um, 
I built a um, Hemi Model A chopped traditional kind of car that kind of got pretty popular up there. Um, and, and what made me actually popular up there was something I didn't even really build. It was a 62 Impala that I just put on hydraulics and left factory hubcaps and just super clean. And it caught the eye of Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top. <clears throat> so he and I became good friends and he ended up buying it. And I drove it to dropped it off at Brizio shop. And, um, of course in Canada, it's as big as it is, it's fairly small. So the news of that at the time spread and kind of made me faux famous, I guess, in the car world, because now I have this connection with the legendary Billy Gibbons, right? Which, um, which was really super cool. Pretty badass. Yeah. And, um, and so that kind of, that 62 Impala was pretty, pretty pivotal, uh, pivotal in my career, I suppose. And then moving to the U S I built a, uh, 65 C10, a patinaed one. And that's when that was before Instagram. So it was the forums. And what um, year was that? It was 09, 2010, 09, something like that. Craigslist special 65 patina short bed paid 2,500 bucks for it, which is 25,000 now. Um, took it home, did a porter built front and rear kit, powder coated it, blew the diff apart, did the bearings like, and everything was on the forum. So I was like, and I actually split the rails. I was like one of the first people to powder coat the rails separate from each other. And people freaked out. They, like even Dino, the world famous Dino said to me, he said, that thing's never going back together. <laughs> so then I posted a you know a picture in the next week and it was a rolling chassis but um it kind of I brought that hot rod high end hot rod builds into the C10 world and then the patina thing and then I was the first one to put a hubcap on a solid wheel like took a center line and scribed out a circle and drilled five holes and <laughs> clipped a hubcap on it and that and then I I remember taking a picture of it with a fender in front of it I just posted it on the forms and went crazy so then all of a sudden i was building five sets of wheels a week drilling and tapping holes so <laughs> sounds easy until you got to find like the center you know that's important when you're yeah and tapping this it's not you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's tricky for sure but i had a little system so but uh i'd say that truck was probably it yeah i don't know where it is now i think it's in washington or something but uh yeah it was probably and then sam castanova bought it off me for nothing and it was like probably the last truck that was ever cheap so what forums were that? 6772 Chev truck forum. And it was pretty awesome. I mean, there was thousands of people on there. Yeah. yeah. It was a, all of the forum stuff <clears throat> is just a different experience than Instagram is now. The, yeah, it was more like talking back and forth and making relationships and right. in-depth, you know, back and forth, not just thumbs up, fire emoji, two fire emojis, hot. And it wasn't, it, I guess, the volume of things. Like on Instagram now, you're just bombarded with picture after picture of stuff you either follow or don't follow or you might be interested in all that. And if somebody hasn't updated their profile, you might not even know that they haven't updated it. But on a build thread, you know, you're checking every day, you know, or, you know, mm -hmm. recent stuff. And then and the, the first thing in the morning, you're like, all right, what's the most recent one? Or they haven't posted anything. Or then somebody like you or somebody that's building something drops a shit ton of pictures, you know, over the weekend. You're like, oh, and you're looking through every little detail, the step by step, and it's chronological. I mean, there was just so much um, I feel knowledge. Like the, and I feel like the forums were like the drama was way different than Instagram. You could just delete it, right? 
where nobody yeah. really fucks around on there. But the forums, it was like, well, especially full, on like yellow like bullet, full blown fights yeah. on there. It was yellow bullet and back in the day that was like the, the drag race guys and street oh, race yeah. stuff. That it was like fuck you, no fuck you. Like I'm just back and forth, back and back and forth. The, the boat one. ones still to this day are that way. Really? Yeah. yeah there's some egos in the power boat. If you get on the power boat stuff, dude, it's the same. It's a you know, 65-year-old dude. And they just, don't even have they're Instagram. Just, they're, they're just on the they're forums. Fighting. They don't even know what Instagram or YouTube is. What's my is. photo bucket <laughs> password? Yeah, you can thank photo bucket for killing all the forums. That's yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Playing a large role. I still get emails that your photos will be deleted if you don't buy the whatever package. And it's been like four years of that. that was, that's got to be the dumbest fucking <clears throat> decision ever. Yeah, unreal. I mean, yeah. hope somebody got fired over that. Overnight, forums are just like dead. Yeah, peace. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even Instagram's pissing me off. It's like, um, you know, the algorithm. I've talked to a bunch of people about this. Like, you know, used to, you know, based on how many followers you have, and I don't give a shit about any of this stuff. But, um, you know, you would get a certain percentage of likes typically on a decent yeah. post. You know, in minor, like. I don't know, down like 70% or something like that. And then so I'm like, what did I do wrong? Did I like the wrong photo or did I follow the wrong person? And so, but I've talked to a lot of people in the industry and they're experiencing the same thing, you know, and it's just like, if the algorithm hates you, then you're out for a little bit. Or if you don't buy real, or if you don't maybe buy the paid stuff or do as many reels as they want you to do, I don't know how it works. I don't think anybody yeah, really it's knows. It's like government yeah. contracts. Algorithms and government contracts. Yeah. And managed IT and yeah. logistics. <laughs> Those are all things. That are... Logistics. <laughs> Maybe that's all that's inside of an automatic transmission. It could yeah. be. Yeah, good. Lots of logistics. Yeah. <laughs> How did you transition from all the slam stuff? What was the vision? I mean, this might be jumping ahead, but I'm sitting here looking at you know your flyers here, which honestly, in my opinion, are quite possibly the coolest piece of marketing that I've ever seen in my life. I love those things. Thank you. Yeah, that, that sucked the wind out of half our shop yeah. when you mailed those to us. I'm like, dude, check this out. Like, fuck. Fuck. That's, that's the way to do it. That's Get, out do it. Yeah. Get out of here. Get out of here. I owe all that to Eric Black. He's um, a good friend of mine and an amazing designer. Did Chris Marzik work on this too? He did, nice. yeah. Yeah, he's. I think you could talent. sell those as books and probably make significantly more money than you could building the trucks. Yeah, it's funny because that was kind of the idea too. Like, that's just a lookbook, but... um. Our uh, our full size, um, I guess you know, books that you get with each model is going to be an old kind of version of a manual that you would get, but for every particular model. So imagine every every image would be hand drawn, you know, with a hand drawn lady, you know, helping her kid out of the truck or whatever. And that was kind of the idea in the future for for each model to have their own book. Um, yeah, it's beautiful. Beautiful artwork. Yeah, isn't it great? It's kind of the style. It's the style I was going for, too. And Eric and I, we um, are on the same page. So we're going to scan these uh, tomorrow and just make them available on our website. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll just send you the images. I'll just send you the images. Eric would love (laughs) Walk us through the thought process on that. I mean, you're building slam trucks that are, you know, not over the top from a price point standpoint. I mean, relatively affordable. You know, this stuff's obviously a huge step up. What's the thought process in changing directions or, you know, going down that route? Yeah, so many different things. Uh, I guess number one, working on bag trucks is a huge pain in the ass. Running lines, exhaust, driveline angles. There's just no space. It's like it becomes difficult. 
for how much you can charge. I think the Slam C10 market commands maybe 150 at the top for a bag truck. I know there's guys getting more. There, there's big shops that are charging a lot of money. But for me, it seems like for my style, because I'm not over the top, I don't have dancing beds or fish tanks in it or whatever. <clears throat> Mine are you know, fairly mellow, but... Fish tanks would be cool. Yeah. Shark tank. I just never had the budget. But, um, <laughs> so at, you know, at that price, when you add up all the parts in the paint and the interior, there's not a whole lot left, not a lot of meat on the bone for how long it takes. Sure. I was like, gosh, we got to do something different. And um, Icon, Jonathan, I mean, I seen his business model and I was like, that guy knows exactly what he's doing. And I, of course, never wanted to be that big. I couldn't handle that kind of stress, but um, my hat's off to him for doing it. He does a good job with it. We had him on the podcast that just aired and he's yeah. seems pretty calm, cool and collected for the. Yeah. And he's into other things he does, and know? he's into other things, which means he has his, you know, finger on the trigger, which yeah. is great. I just can't, I don't think I'd be able to be good in that situation. You know, 60 employees and hundred thousand square feet or whatever it is. I just, it's not me. I wanted to keep it small. So I was like, okay, how can we do, how can we provide a product that's super high end and, you know, has a good budget? Well, I always think of things that are hard to get, you know, like uh, Jesse James's stuff or like somebody, somebody is creating something that demands a high price because it is hard to get. I didn't want waiting lists, but I wanted to just build a certain amount a year and offer those for sale. And I thought, well, four wheel drives because Jonathan's, you know, doing good with his and Broncos were kind of coming up. And I was like, I seen a window in the market for classic pickups. And uh, Eric really, Eric Black really pushed me into it. He's like, we could do a line of trucks branded with your name on it and make them better than everybody else's. Um, Maybe cleaner, you know, just like um, a little more subtle, I suppose, you know, in our style. So, um, which is, you know, I, I, I really appreciate all the other styles, beadlocks and things like that. But our style is more like it looks like a factory truck. You appreciate a Carolina squat. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. YouTube. <laughs> you. Yeah. I don't appreciate it. <laughs> That's Josh's truck. He's got a three-inch lift in the front and lowering springs in the back. Yeah, you know me. On order. Aren't Josh's... they going the other way now, though? <clears throat> yeah, now they got the... Now they're raking them? They're calling them something else. I don't yeah, know where the... Yeah. Yeah. Really? yeah, they're going the other direction. Mm-hmm. You know, dumb kids, and then they're doing some stupid shit. <laughs> Josh yeah. takes like I feel like he takes a hard stance in this because he knows that like the correlation of Florida Georgia line <laughs> to driving that type of vehicle, he knows it's coming. So if he comes out of the gate hard yeah. like, with a hard like fuck, those things suck. I'm gonna tell you something. We can joke about a lot of shit. <laughs> 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 that fucking Florida Lord Florida Georgia line shit's got to fucking stop. All right. It's barely even suck, gotten started. They suck so fucking bad. And that you're, I'm getting the text. It's going to be the Miata thing, and I'm not going to fucking allow it. Hey, let's just hmm. not mention Nickelback right now, okay? <laughs> I'd listen to Nickelback over. So that Florida Georgia Line guy reached out to me. Nickelback's not that On bad Instagram. Actually. And he was real interested in one. Wait, the actual... Yeah, so yeah, the, the lead singer. Josh, dude. Oh, you have his email? What's his name? Yeah, what's his name? <laughs> yeah, what's that? Dude's I don't know any of them. <laughs> I don't even know how many people are in the fucking band. There's two of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he wanted one. And then uh, I shot him a price and he, you know, he offered, uh, he said, you know, what if I do a bunch of promo for you and stuff? And I'm like, 
What if you got a lot better at singing? Yeah, it's no. not going to fucking happen. Yeah, no. Yeah. That's, a, that's a great way to launch that, like, hardcore manly, like, Yeah, the Florida Georgia line yeah. version. Nothing better than that. You should have told him he didn't have enough fucking money. <laughs> it ain't going to fucking happen. Yeah, what was that Jesse yeah. story where he, like, told told Sylvester Stallone he wouldn't build him a bike because he wanted it yellow or something like that? He, I think I heard he something did about say that. he did. It was was it Stallone? Yeah, I think it was Stallone. Yeah, and he's just like, nope. Yeah, I'll tell you right now. If Stallone called here and wanted a yellow car, I'd paint it any fucking color he <laughs> wants to build a car for Stallone. Yeah, yeah. I think things have changed a lot, but I mean, you know, Jesse has that attitude and that, you know yeah. that thing, which which is great. I remember flying to California one year and just checking out the sites, and I went to West Coast Shoppers and I seen a poster on his wall. It said. Uh, <clears throat> cash up front and fuck you or something. <laughs> and I was just like being a, Cana- a naive Canadian. I was like, well, that's a pretty shitty thing to say. You know, to your <laughs> and then years later, I'm like, Oh, he's hundred percent right. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Pretty funny. Yeah. He was just ahead of the curve with that. Mm-hmm. How many of these trucks you got going on right now? He's, uh, we've got five, that. five on the block. And then I stopped taking orders um, just because I didn't want, like I said, I didn't want a waiting list. And obviously parts are hard to get. So I figured I'd maybe get ahead of the game a little bit on that and then um, and then sell another five. Um, hopefully my plan is to be able to just build them on spec and then sell them, offer them for sale somewhere, um, either online or maybe go to Barrett and just offer the five. Be like, this is the only place you can buy them. This is one time of the year that you can get them, and here they are. Maybe not run them through the block, but just have a, an offering, sure. so to speak. So that takes some pressure off of us. I don't know if we'll ever get there because we might just keep getting orders. But um, ultimately, it would be great because then I could build what I want, <clears throat> and then I'm just confident that they would sell. So um, that's kind of our business. When's model. the first one going to be done? Um, it We pick it up from paint next week. So it's way, way behind schedule. There were some family problems with the painter. So, um, so I think it'll be it'll roll out in spring, and then and then probably a couple months after each one will roll out after that. So it took a while to get going, <clears throat> machining our own wheels, um, things like that take some time. Supply chain issues, but we're getting there. So yeah, trying to keep the stress low. Our customers are awesome. They're not they're not on us and uh, giving me the freedom of Art, uh, you know, artistic freedom, and uh, they trust my vision and colors and things like that. So, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah you always had a, an awesome eye for the style and design. You've done a lot of unique stuff on these trucks. If you want to touch on any of that or keep that as the uh, the secret no, sauce for the time being, it's like we're not trying to reinvent the wheel. We're just trying to make some stuff maybe uh, work better. That's really about it. You know, we're trying to like just do what we can out of billet and change it and tweak it. Like, you know, take the door handles closer to the door or tuck this and tuck that. But in a simple way, we can, you know, we can't spend 10,000 hours on metal work. These trucks are <clears throat> expensive, but they're still, they still have to be, you know, built in a certain amount of time. So, and we don't want to spend a whole bunch of time on them. So uh, they're a mid length wheelbase. So they're, well, you guys know that, um, you know, that really helps with the proportions of the truck. I would say that's probably the biggest change. <clears throat> and yeah, then, they got it. So when you first threw that out there, the three of us were like, what the fuck is he talking about? Mid-length bed. And then we started, you know, playing with it in SolidWorks and look at the wheelbase. Yeah. And then seeing all the renderings and like, yeah, that 
kind of looks like how they should have been built. Yeah. It's incredibly it's, a huge deal when I see long beds and short beds. <clears throat> They're equally as goofy looking to me. The longs are too long. The shorts are just way too short. So I'm super happy we decided to go this way. It, although it's a ton extra work, it's, um makes it all the difference. So fuel injection, sidesteps, backup cameras, standard. Um, but trying to keep skinny wheels, um, that real traditional look. So, What power plants are you doing in these? LS is for now. Uh, the Coyote, or not the, uh, what's that, 7.3 Ford just came out? The Godzilla. The Godzilla. We're going to toy with that with the Fords. Uh, until then, we're just dressing LSs to look like whatever it is. It's a sm- smart move. It is. It's a universal engine as far as I'm concerned. And just, it's just an engine. It's just <laughs> aluminum engine. It works engine. and fits I mean, in everything. It's basically and... like what, you know, back in the day it was the Briggs and Stratton 5 horsepower. But That's now, it. it's, now it's just... <laughs> That I mean, you still call it a Briggs and Stratton. Yeah, but you, you sure as hell it. wouldn't be caught dead with a Tecumseh. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so there is there's well, some merit in the name. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> yeah, so we're sticking with that. And I know you guys have experience with every, pretty much every engine you can get. And LSs are readily available. That you can make them look nice. And you know, it breaks my heart to see super nice vehicles and then they just plop a plastic intake and leave the, you know, the coils exposed. And it's just like, we, we want to go a little extra further with our trucks. So, um, hopefully it works out. And you were pretty early in the game of dressing up the LS, right? To, I mean, you're probably one of the first guys. I would there, say dialing that up to look like a small block. I would say so. I think it was 2014 or 15. I built, a the adapter to go four bolt, you know, carburetor. 5150 or whatever that is. I don't know. Um, to uh, LS3 throttle body. And I remember seeing it the very first time the picture you posted, like the first prototype. I'm like, yeah. that's never going to fucking work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know either. It's fucking crazy. I didn't, I didn't know either. I didn't know either. And then uh, we dynoed it and I was like, holy shit, it works. It's funny how that, yeah. Because like, now it's now just it's like commonplace. Yeah, yeah, you just stick this top mount throttle body. You can just throw the throttle body, body wherever you want it. Put it in the trunk. You know, just. Yeah, yeah. I was worried because the runners are short, yeah. you know, and we played around a little bit looking at the numbers because if you mount the throttle body one way and the flap opens up, how much air is going to go to one side versus the other? Yeah, bisect it. it front and rear, yeah. Yeah, and it really didn't make a difference. It was um, So I was super happy that it worked. Again, then, the, the LS is a Briggs and Stratton 5 horse. You can do, you know, straight pipe on it. You can put a muffler <laughs> on it. You can mount the carburetor, whatever. It all works. It just runs. It's a pump. It's just an air pump, right? Yeah. You just, yeah, just move the air. So, what else do you offer for the LS dress up wise? And you guys like the valve cover adapter? Yeah, valve the... cover adapter is pretty standard. Cadillac, Ford, um, you know, Chevy, of course, and then uh, coil adapters and all the different throttle body adapters, plug wires, like a vintage braided kind of plug wire. Know, just basic standard stuff. I, as soon as I started developing that, um, the big companies came in and just did it anyways, and I was kind of left in the dust because I'm in my garage as always. But it's still it's cool. I mean, I yeah. love seeing my ideas kind of go somewhere. And the same thing goes with my style. If I build a wheel with a hubcap on it, and then some of the bigger companies start building them like that, I was like, I feel good about it. At the end of the day, <laughs> I shouldn't you know which way you're going there, but. <laughs> At, I, I at, do. At the end of the day, it kind of, it's unfortunately the, the way it is. It you know? is. And there's nothing you can do about it. I do appreciate the fact that you've never been like those guys that 
get on Instagram. Have like, like a like oh, an outburst yeah. over it. This, this big company just you know treading over the little guy. This is <laughs> something I had back in 2012. Here's a snapshot of when I was doing it. But it, it, those yeah. who know know you know yeah, like exactly. You know, I, I I remember you coming out with that stuff. You're before like honestly before we even thought it was cool. Like, yeah. And then you see it and when everybody kind of. A lot of people were just late to the party there, and then it was like, yeah. "Oh, this that, well, Delmo, took, that Delmo dude's got that stuff." It took could, our side on the pro touring side a, a while to get to where they wanted it to look like what they were tossing out. Yeah, you know, we you right. wanted that. You wanted that super modern. I want to go everything just is is modern and pro touring race car with oh, a yeah. slanted. If you're gonna, right, if you were gonna, you know, if you were gonna move the, like get rid of the coil packs off the valve covers, you're gonna just move them closer to the intake. Right, you know, and put them, line them up, right. so you can see like. Yeah. More, I want if they if you can get eight millimeter wires, aren't like fourteen millimeter wires, you yeah, know, or bright out. orange. Yeah, coils. Yeah, let's say get yeah, the yeah, MSD yeah. coils because yeah. they're red. I mean, 10, 10, 12 years ago, you never would have thought when you pulled that that original motor out to look mm-hmm. over and be like, all right, we're gonna keep the distributor cap. Let's keep that air cleaner. You're not gonna replicate that. <laughs> oh, those fucking valve covers are sweet. Let's keep those. Back then, it was like scrapyard shit out. You know, we needed you know carbon fiber or KTEC valve cover, whatever it was. That, yeah. You know, yeah. But the truck guys was a different kind of thing. The truck guys are still, I don't know if it had to do with budget or the style or, you know, it was, there was something cool about at that point, and it still is, in the truck world kind of looking like you didn't have anything. Right. You know? Yep. And it was on the, like a Camaro or a Mustang or guys spending big money. They they wanted it to look like, like you, you got something. Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. You want to leave, you literally want to leave the price tag on your intake. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. I, I think, I mean, hopefully I had some impressions on people on the forums and maybe that translated to the newer generation, but I don't know if I went to a truck show now, if anyone would even know who I was, but it's, um, yeah, the restraint thing. And I know you guys have it as much as, as much as, your customers probably want you to bell and whistle it out. It's uh, it boils down to restraint for me at least, and I think that's part of the reason I developed those products is because I wanted it super super clean, so and original. But you know, you can only do what you can do. And uh, at the same time, I appreciate all the fancy, cool shit too. You know, so I just it's got my own style. Yeah, I mean that's all stuff that just helps the industry. And having that attitude about it's great because sure, there's been big companies that. Have come out with stuff, but ultimately, you know, it's it's helped the industry. You kind of paved the way, whether people know it or don't know it. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's great for everybody that we can all now mm-hmm. have access to those because there's half a dozen other companies producing the stuff. But and if you want the real deal stuff, the the OG valve cover. The OG, <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. At least they're American made, right? Not, yeah. But uh, by a Canadian. Yeah, by a Canadian. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't get any of the profits. <laughs> Yeah. Well but, done. Well uh, done. Yeah. <clears throat> so, but good times. You got a uh, old uh, crew cab uh, Ford on your Instagram. The oh, oh, the F six hundred. Yeah, the F six hundred. What what's the plan with that thing? I don't have a plan. I just I know that the bump sides are kind of blowing up. Crew cabs, of course, are impossible to find, and I was lucky enough to snag that one, and then. And then a week later, I'm cruising through the desert, and I pull into this old lady's yard that has a stash of cars. Hey, can I look around? Yeah, yeah. So we go around the back of her trailer, and she has a, and I'll show you a picture of it later, uh, 71 Camper Special Crew Cab with a camper on it. Crew Cab short bed, eye boy. Hasn't moved in 30 years. 
and it pulled up. Is that that's on your Instagram? No, oh, no I wouldn't yeah. dare. Oh, um, <laughs> Don't answer and, the phone uh, calls. And she's like, "Well, it's kind of sentimental, and um, I'm not ready to sell it yet." And uh, I've been offered ten thousand dollars for it, and I'm like, "Okay." <clears throat> so I'm gonna go out there with some money and a peach pie <laughs> next week and see what I can do. Uh, but they're just so hard to get. But that'd be a good roadster shop truck for sure. There's just I don't believe I've ever seen one of those. It's that thing could be fucking cool. Obviously big budget, but we could in the meantime park it next to the cab over we got outside. Yeah. <laughs> well they're like kind of wide body. The cab right? over there yeah, they're kind of wide body. It's cool showing up to work and seeing it sitting there. Something <laughs> something pretty big bulge fenders on there, right? Yeah. Do something to kind of like a you know, an, an alpha hummer kind of build mm. that's gonna a little bit do anything ready for so the apocalypse kind of Hummer style. You're thinking like metallic yellow with chrome trim Fuck. around all the door handles. <laughs> Florida Georgia line yeah, sticker. Faux bead locks, just chrome, everything. Just wakeboard clamp on speakers that fucking everywhere. Hummer, that'd be H1. Like, some I mean, back off okay. mud flaps. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, uh, some little Oshkosh Unimog, like uh, make oh, it where totally. That that thing would be well. The cool. the the Overland guys now are going crazy, right? Like Earth Roamer, that'd be a perfect Earth, like a vintage yeah. Earth Roamer. Yeah. <clears throat> so you, big, how big, big box in the, in the Overlander back? stuff are you? I'm getting there because uh, we're we're you know Eric Black is coming out with Trailer Cap, his vintage camper shells, and then they kind of he's been working with Go Fast Campers. So a lot of our renderings have a Go Fast Camper on top of one of his vintage camper shells. So what's the percentage of that that in, that group? Right, because that's from. I'm completely on the outside. We, I think, we all are. How many of those guys say these are all the cool things I have if I wanted to go camping? And then the other guys that I go camping. Oh, uh, so how many people are real? And yeah, um, there's a lot of shiny ramps and gas tanks and tents and <laughs> stuff. I was like gonna that ask how, how often of those uh, <laughs> those ramps like, or the axes come off like the side of the truck? Like you're getting jaded because of what you see at SEMA. Right, because you have these seam. Well, yeah, but it, it's all I over think you'd be surprised. I've got a, a friend out in Colorado. Yeah, a couple of buddies that you know, I grew up with, and they're huge into that. Really? Mm. Yeah, I mean, people it's, like. I think it would be fucking people awesome legitimately, to do. Like, yeah, it's I like, would have fun doing it. I'm talking about the vehicles themselves. Like you see so many pristine, like. So, so I had the same question, and um, in Flagstaff, which is an hour and a half north of Prescott, it's a, there's a massive Overland show, and we went, and uh, there is the parking lot is full of dirty Toyotas with camper shells on them. Like it's insane how big that scene is. I think the more money you spend, the more garage queens you see. But I did talk to a few guys who are like from Silicon Valley who actually bought a million dollar Earth Roamer and. And they sold their house, and them and him and his wife are cruising across the country in their Earth Roamer, and it's just the coolest thing. I mean, percentage wise, I don't know, but I know it's a real deal, and it's super cool. Well, with with everything, it doesn't matter what genre you're in. You got guys that are doing it for the look, and you got yes. guys that are doing it for the thing. But that the the overlanding is so broad too. Yeah. Oh, there's some super squeaky clean ones with armor all tires too in yeah. the parking lot. So and that's with I, everything. I kind of look at them and I think of, like those are kid they were kids whose parents wouldn't let them build a fort on their truck yeah so now it's like yeah fuck you mom yeah yeah, I, yeah i'll do what i want i think it's interesting they got their pen, their playboy magazines yeah. in there i'm super intrigued by it and i i dig into it more than i probably should because i'm i'm, I'm intrigued by 
the solutions mm-hmm. of like, cause the mentality is like, I want to have everything. If the world stopped tomorrow, I could survive forever, yeah. you know, and the, and seeing where they, you know, okay, we've got fuel storage here. We got water storage here and I'm doing this and we've all, all uh, not an unlimited amount of space. Right. So the creativity and then the aftermarket too. I mean, there's some, like I sent you some of those of those those coolers and refrigerators and generators yeah. and all that stuff. The things cool that they're stuff. doing. Is, oh, the engineering really is unbelievable. Cool shit. You guys would geek out because like, you know, their generator will roll out and then <clears> this <throat> will swing out and it'll just like transform or pop, 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 you know. But uh, especially on the bigger units, like that truck, we should actually talk about building a big chassis for that, like a like a one ton or bigger, you know, that would that you could put a giant camper on it. Like a standalone camper. You I know, think like, it'd be fucking awesome to go out and do. I mean, I think, I think you're using it as an excuse to like come up with new categories of guns that you need to buy. This is like my overlanding yeah. gun. This is like the. I can see that? Yeah, sure. I was thinking about it because I mean, <laughs> that's all. That's the only reason. Everything he fucking does is a reason to buy a gun. This is like a great bag oh, gun. Dude. This is a backpack gun. This is a satchel gun. Oh. This is a fanny pack dude, gun. This is a Saturday gun. This is a Saturday <laughs> what, gun. What are the laws here for that? Is it pretty relaxed? Everything but NFA item. Last night, we're going to the uh, Kevin Hart show, right? So Josh's in the back, and two of the girls are like, I, I'd like to, you know, because I brought a, you know, a gun with. I got a concealed carry, not to carry into the concert, but you go into the inner Always city prepared. of Chicago, yep. I mean, you never know. Yeah. So a couple of the girls say something about, oh, I'd like to carry. That fucking Josh goes off. I just, I basically, I'm going to be honest with you, I just completely blocked you out. I shut you <laughs> off because it's like, yeah, I mean, shit, you get like a like a like mini revolver. You go like forty five. I mean, I probably go thirty eight. Like you go thirty eight, you front carry that, or you like now fanny packs are coming in. Now you tuck that in your pretty and the girl. Everybody you hold that shit sideways. Out. Everybody <laughs> is zoned out, and Josh is like seventeen guns into your <laughs> options of what you might want to carry. They are you pretty. Might in- be over exaggerated. <laughs> no, not even. I, Sixteen I, guns. I think I'm not putting enough emphasis on it because I don't remember all the various calibers and various makes and models that you drop, but it was at least a dozen different offerings. Well, he's, offering he's passionate. Which is fine. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it's, there's nothing help. wrong with that. I'm just, you know, Josh knows his shit. My with thing on stuff. the overlanding, I'm all I'm picturing is like a group of us going out in the wilderness, shoot guns all day long. Mm-hmm. Sun goes down, get blackout fucking drunk and or high pass out repeat like we, that's that's we get on the three wheelers though before we oh, black ooh, out we're oh, dead yeah we're dead definitely do that before you do any mind-altering substances because three <laughs> yeah. a three-wheeler in itself yeah, is sketch that's sketchy yeah. enough. sober you got a 50 50 chance yeah. of surviving <laughs> and no suspension the big reds the ones with like uh-huh. the big balloon tires dude i've got a rad atc 70 that do i like, totally yeah. redid with no a big bore kit Mm-hmm. Yeah, it hasn't bit me yet, but me and Phil grew up with a uh, Trizinger 50. Yeah. Oh, okay. And that thing would just eat yeah, Achilles just tendons shit you off, off of the every one of my Suck friends. your wheel, yeah, suck, suck your, your leg, leg in. Under it. Yeah. So, Made a man out of us, though. I yeah, mean, it did. We're still here to talk about it. I love those <laughs> the, things, man. The bounce those things would get. Yeah, yeah you don't know which way it's going. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, the big red was a prime because you red. <clears> all <throat> the suspension was in the tires. The tires. Yeah. These yeah. giant, humanic tires. Always the second turn. You think you've got it, so the third time you come back around, you're like, "Oh yeah, I'm fixing to get this," and that's when it's <laughs> when it bites you. That's <laughs> when it bites you. That's the worst. And the, oh, the worst thing you could ever do too is stick that leg out too. Oh, like just let it. If it's if it's going over, yeah. the best thing you to do is just roll. Because you yeah, stick the leg out, it just, broken femur. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't have an injection 
but you know, just <laughs> fire it. you off the bag. <laughs> yeah, Dude, you got to go on YouTube and look up some uh, like in the I don't know, mid or late '80s. There was a bunch of like stuff in the news about how dangerous they were trying to like outlaw three wheelers. Mm. Well, they and did, it, I think. Yeah, it was yeah. just it's hilarious to look at the footage of like you know, the news anchors covering this stuff. Well, just think about Honda when they like who. Th- what engineer thought it was a good fucking idea in the beginning? Yeah, why not just add the other? So we got, we've got a dirt bike, <laughs> and then you're like, you know what we could do? We could put we'll put two wheels on the bike. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Well, what do you do about when it turns? Fuck it. Oh, shut up, Sean. <laughs> yeah. You put your stupid fucking ideas in the back. <laughs> We're engineering this thing. <laughs> it's the fucking dumbest idea ever. When has a three wheel anything ever worked? The Can Am, the new Can Ams. Yeah, your slingshot. Right, your slingshot's pretty cool. Yeah, it's two, on the, it's two <laughs> no. on the front. No, 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 he doesn't. Okay, dude, I'm telling you, get out in this slingshot. Dude, you can you sink. Don't. You can sink Whoa. the LED lights to the stereo. So when you're rolling, Florida <laughs> Georgia Line's pumping, and Josh That's is just cruising, boom. and it's yeah, it's four oh five on yeah. the back. <laughs> you and your you and your lady out on a seven o'clock on the on the weekend at night. The sun's just going down. But. Real talk, yeah. what is the uh, most... I do not have a, <laughs> a fucking spider or any, whatever those things are called. <laughs> what vehicle did you drive that you thought was the yeah. most exhilarating you've ever been on? Oh, the, the scariest and fastest excel... The, the, the ride of my life was on a... 57 Chevy. A 57 Chevy trike, <laughs> right? Oh, no. With, a, with an LS3. Like an Arlen Ness deal or something? It, no. Yeah, very much it's an like LS3. think think Arlen. Oh, Ness. like the Boss Haas. Yeah, like uh, a Boss but Haas, a trike. but a trike, okay. right? And it's got the nacelle on the front, and it's you know flamed. Fifty-seven <laughs> Chevy fins on the back, and a LS three. <laughs> he looked like a badass. It's bet. a turbo three fifty. You were driving it. Yeah, I drove. We had to do some service work on it. Um, this was years ago, and uh, got everything done and. I, nobody would ride it. And I'm like, I'll fucking ride this. Absolutely, I'll do that. <laughs> Dude, it, it, when I got on it, like, it's like, oh, it's a fucking trike. It's no big deal, you know? <laughs> and you start, you start rolling into it. You're like, this thing's fucking dangerous. It's pulling but me. Then, <laughs> but then I started getting like, well, this thing's actually kind of fun. <laughs> so I just start doing loops, right? I mean, we had like a little, our little run that, you know, yeah, you yeah. go and you You're test, getting you know, test drive. Yeah. You're comfortable. Great. Full. You get into that thing. Brakes you know, are getting so hot. Hard. Well, it, the you don't the suspension, the weight distribution, everything is so bad. It's so off. Yep. You have no idea if the front wheel is on the ground or off the ground or when it's gonna shift. What size tires in the back? Like uh, an automotive tire? Like, like a, a fifth? Like a uh, probably like a two forty five something fifteen? Yeah. Like with a. You know what I'm saying? A big sidewall, like a Uniroyal. Like a 60. Yeah. Like a yeah. And all seasons. <laughs> yeah. And you can just, you if you roll into it slow enough, you can haze them, you know, without getting too stupid. But you don't, like, it's just, oh my God. the whole thing is just. Uh, are, are you hearing the passion in his voice? Well, then you don't, <laughs> you don't sit on it well either. Dude, all I don't of, know if you know this or not, but is LS3, and LS3 is pretty fucking uh, wide. I figured the ergonomics so were great on that. All I'm seeing is the cigarette, the flannel <laughs> shirt flying in the wind. Josh, you know, one hand on the bars. You haven't, you haven't fucking lived. I'm telling you. <laughs> was there a street and performance alternator out <laughs> here? Thinking <laughs> the same thing. Yeah, yeah. The right side, you had to kind of kick your leg back because right. that little that, that turnbuckle for that street and performance was out there. You'd probably use that as a highway peg, though. But that, that thing, is a story not many people can tell. No, I. It's when they hang your head on the old story about you know. Uh, mopeds and fat <clears throat> chicks right yep that 
throw a trike in there. Well, that's why you stayed in that little loop, <laughs> exactly. right? You didn't go downtown. Yeah, I had a fucking blast. Didn't yeah, you, see, you didn't, didn't want downtown. anybody to see me riding her. But, yeah. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah, we veered way off track there. That, that whole three-wheeler thing just... <laughs> yeah. That was a good three-wheeler hey, story. Thinking, though, yeah, I'm thinking Takati over here, wondering if anybody ever got on a Takati. You remember this? Yep. Old Kawasaki. I've never been on, like, a high-horse uh, two-stroker. Never have now. Two fifty the... ATC. Yeah, we had we had the two fifty R. You know, eighty six, eighty seven, <clears throat> and they they hauled ass. Those things are getting twenty five grand yeah, now for a restored money. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're amazing. Completely. Have you seen the guys taking new like YZ four fifties and putting mm-hmm. straight axles in the back and turning them into three wheelers? Yeah. Oh, why? They're fucking cool as shit. Really? Yeah. 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 Did you see what the guys from Grindhard Plumbing Company did the other day? Well, Austin? Took... Is that Austin's deal? Uh, no, Grind Hard Plumbing Company. Yeah, they're yes. out of uh, Minnesota. North, no, they're would, Northwest, oh, like yeah, Washington State. Uh, they do like uh, Power Wheels bodies on. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I follow those guys. They did a Banshee uh, with a CBR 600 engine on it. And, dude, that thing fucking rips. It absolutely fucking rips. There's a whole video. They got a uh, like FPV drone uh, behind it, and it's just rolling. Dude, that thing did. Yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah, their page is pretty impressive. Yeah, they look like they're having a fucking blast. Yeah, they can't be doing all that in that little shop that they showed that they're doing the shit. I wouldn't be surprised. What's very their, big vehicles. Hey, what's their YouTube following like? Because I see all these like morons on YouTube that are like making a fucking living doing huge, this huge stupid money. automotive stuff. Those guys, <laughs> they're showing legit. Be, oh, I mean, that they should be, be millionaires. Yeah, would be an Awesome. Well, that whistle, <laughs> that whistling right diesel guy. I mean, he's that's, rolling I think in that's it. the guy I'm referring to. Like, yeah, I watch one of them. Like, fuck this dude. He's just destroying shit. Yeah, he's just rolling in it, dude. <clears throat> Tell me you wouldn't get fucking hurt. Oh, I, if yeah. it was just a three-wheeler. <laughs> yeah, that would make it so much they safer. They were so close. <laughs> make it so much safer. They were so close. Oh, shit. <laughs> I just sold a couple of those uh, Honda Odyssey 350s. Yeah. Oh, okay. I had two Bring a trailer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're fucking clean. Yeah, they were like, they were too nice. I was like, I can't keep these. Dude, we got a pilot. Oh, do you? Yeah, so yeah. that's the generation after. Yeah. Yeah. They're awesome. 89, I think it is. Yep. Yep. That yeah, was I think we got it like grail for 93, me. maybe. Okay. I remember my, my dad, we, we looked at him back when they first came out. I remember seeing him, like how badass those were. And then my dad was always talking about getting one, and he found one somewhere. And I remember like when he, we got it, we took it out to the dunes. I, I couldn't sleep that night. I bet I'm you like, could. I, could, oh, I was man. so excited because oh, I had these visions of this thing. Like back, dude, there was no long travel, anything. No, you were back basic, then. Yeah, you were basically in a Baja yeah. vehicle. Still in the promo break. shot, right? It's in the oh, sand yeah. dune doing the big berm dude, shot. Dude, still to this day, though, like you take that thing out, like you could go run razors all day and jump in that. It's it's an impressive smooth, machine. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I mean, you can send that fucker. It, like the razors, they're hairy when you send them, you know, they always want to like lawn dart. That pilot, you could jump that thing like evil Knievel. 
I mean, just balanced. Oh, it just yep. so it's everything I hoped it was. Yeah. You still have mostly it? balanced. Yeah. Um, yes, I remember Kevin. I Kevin, if you're listening, um, my dad's still not mad, but he is disappointed. Yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Kevin, oh, no, fuck one soldiers? up. Kevin yeah. rolled one. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, we were doing these like, uh, you know, we were doing speed runs. We'd time each other going around this track that we had, and uh, he just <clears> hung it all out there. A buddy of mine back. This is back in high school. Came he, a little hot. Yeah. Comes in fucking hot on the final because there's a final turn, like a little bank turn. And it was your guys' machine. Yeah. yeah. Little bank turn, and then a tabletop is where you finish, and that's where you click. You know, that was the finish line. Well, there was a chain link fence about 15, 20 feet outside that bank turn. It looked like one of those videos from the And They Walked Away videos from like the <laughs> 90s. The old sprint car sprint crash. Car, dude, he <laughs> fucking rolls this. It just it caught a rut. And just went airborne <laughs> and just kept going and going and going and like off into the chain link fence, you know, all plastics are busted up. Arms we were, out. Yeah. We were, you know, we were, I don't know, 15, 16 or something at the time. You know, my dad had bought it. It was, right. it didn't belong to us. It was, it was his. So that was like a major sit down with uh, my yeah. mom and my dad. And they're like, you know what? And they really liked him, but they're like, my mom had to tell Kevin or dude, as we call him, she's like, you know, Neil, Neil's not, he's not. Matt, he's just very disappointed with you, Kevin. Yeah, that's, a, very, that's a tough talk. Because it was yep. done, right? That thing was tough. It was fucked up. We yeah. straightened it all out. He actually bought all new plastics, bought us a new wheel for it, bent up a wheel and shit. Yeah, it's all tuned up. I now. remember I was probably 11 or 12 when I was wanting to Electricity was invented. <laughs> so I, I, that came out in the catalog. Like, And before then, I always thought that, like, Rich kids just got more of the same thing I got. You know, they, they didn't get nicer things. They right. just got more of them things, you know? So you were middle class. You right. weren't poor. Oh, no, I was fucking poor. Oh, yeah. okay. So then I saw, I was wanting a go-kart. Like, I was wanting, like, a you know, a little lawn, you know, whatever cart. Whatever I could get. If it was fucking motorized, I would be happy. Then I saw that. I'm like, oh. So that's what fucking rich kids get. They don't get more <laughs> go-karts. They just get way better way, ones. Yeah. <laughs> my dad got away with it because he was he would say he's getting it for my mom. So he would Yeah, my mom got wanted, a lot yeah, of cool shit. Always, Same thing that happens yeah, now. He just yeah. wanted like cool toys and shit. Right. So he would say, which didn't work good for us because we would fuck it up. Right. And then we'd have to deal with my mom, you know, because she was, was pissed. Because even yeah. though she never drove it, it was right. like that was hers. Yeah. Right. So we destroyed her <laughs> pilot. We destroyed her spree or moped you know you name it she got a uh backpack mounted leaf blower for mother's day one year no <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because my dad thought she really liked uh oh, running the leaf blower and didn't want to have to carry it <laughs> so he got her backpack mounted one uh. legit thinking it was sincere how did that go not well no, yeah, not really <laughs> i think good. she walked out <laughs> it's better than a vacuum yeah yeah i guess that's when men were men. You know, those are the kind of yeah. gifts you can fucking buy. Yeah. I've seen you vacuum in the house. You look like you've been struggling. I got you a new one. <laughs> when you're done dreams, with dinner. <laughs> dreams do come true. Yeah. Dare to dream. So uh, you guys mentioned you went to uh, Kevin Hart. Yeah. How was yeah. it? Oh, unbelievable, man. Yeah. Absolutely hilarious. Awesome. I yeah. haven't seen him live. I can't, I'm really looking forward to seeing him. Yeah, yeah, I would strongly recommend it. I mean, in my face hurts yeah from seeing it like, nothing, nothing better than comedy that's the first i'm just too comedy nice a guy show I've been to. i am i'm too nice a guy are you yeah Why i want to do exactly like y'all two fuckers did to me about the f1 race to phil about kevin hart oh because kevin because phil didn't get to go 
did not. But you didn't I go? Just, I feel bad. I can't do it. Did you take his ticket or? <laughs> no. <laughs> just give it to him. No, much like F1, he just, I wasn't invited. He wasn't invited. Oh. <laughs> it was just... But I guess if you had to look at you it. You can like, blame that on Scott. That wasn't on right. us. If you had to look at it that as fucking like, Josh guy's not going, is he? <laughs> yeah. F1 race in Miami versus Kevin Hart. Like, dude, Kevin Hart's pretty funny. But Kevin Kevin Hart live is in a fucking F1 race. I'm sorry. In Miami. I was being nice. Was... How do you turn it back around and be a fucking dickhead? He's feeling bad and covering up yeah, right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's called Diversion. deflection. Yeah, yeah. Divert, yeah. Deflection, yeah. Uh, but yeah, strongly fucker. recommended, man. It's hilarious. It's the first like real comedy show I've been to. Oh, really? And oh, dude. Unbelievable. The opening act's hilarious. But his He's, clubs are huge, though. Are, are, like, he doesn't play in small clubs, does he? No. We saw, yeah, we saw it at the United States. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. sold-out show at the yeah. United States. Where the Bulls play. Yeah, the small clubs, that's where it's at. Yeah. Yeah, I tell you, though, he... Where we were leaving, like, you're you're laughing about how funny it was and all that kind of shit, but then you're thinking, like, this is this is very early in his tour. He hasn't toured in several years right. with COVID and all this stuff. Uh, He's got a huge fucking tour. I'm looking at it instantly. I'm like, how the how fucking hard is that for everybody for every night it to look like he's telling those jokes for the first time and look like he's just as excited as everybody else is that's listening, you know? Because after the like after the first time, yeah, you say something that's funny. Yeah. The next time you're kind of like, all right, I'm going through the Yeah, a guy tour. walks into a bar. But after the 50th <laughs> fucking time, and, yeah. and he gets like it's, he's still like Cracks himself up. That's the funniest it. part about it's it. It's just so fucking yeah. funny. Sometimes that is the funniest part. Yeah. 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 I built a few cars for um, Bill Burr. Oh, I don't know if you're familiar with him, but yeah. it's probably my favorite this, comedian. He's yeah. fucking hilarious. And he's yeah. exactly that way in real life. Really? Yeah. yeah he came to Old Crow. Uh, That's we, awesome. We had an open house at the shop in Burbank, and he was there with his wife, and <clears throat> we're standing in the in the taco line. We had a taco truck in the parking lot, and we're standing there, and he's behind me, and his old lady's phone goes off and it's like this noise, like it almost sounds like a backup beacon on a forklift. Right. <laughs> and he's like, he said some shit like that. Your phone's giving me fucking anxiety. It's like, beep, you know, it's like, it's like a backup thing on your car. It's like, beep, 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 <laughs> fucking, and, and, but it was just like his comment about that particular thing just, just had life, me right? dying and it, he wasn't trying. And I was like, this guy is a fucking genius. You know, it's so funny. Dude, he's a riot. And I, I would we just might, come we might have to steal that contact. <clears throat> yeah. Listening to him, yeah. you think you'd like answer if you called him? I call him, dude. Call him. <laughs> he would. He would. Text him. <laughs> yeah, was it PRI last year? The whole way down, we listened to Bill Burr, and oh, then the whole oh. way back, we were just fucking dying. He's yeah. like the one it's, guy that seems the like way, he holds away. <laughs> there was the other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, mean, I think he's pretty down the middle. I think he's pretty careful politically too, which is great. Talk. You know, but he, yeah, he's a real guy, just a real yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll tell that one yeah. off camera. <laughs> I sixty five yes. South man, it's got a mind of its own. Uh. Uh, so, um, <clears throat> what about the Falcon? When's that going to be done? Oh shit! I've been grinding on that thing yeah. actually. Um, cool story this week. Seeing as it's fresh in my head, I had to send the motor. The motor is a four twenty six Hemi out of the Hawaiian funny car. Um, one of the motors, obviously. They had tons, but um, it was a legit motor out of that car. So I was like, I can send this Super motor. streetable. <laughs> yeah, Super yeah. I have to send this to a shop where we can dial it down a little bit and be on the street. <clears throat> it has a magnesium Hampton blower. 
uh, which is bitching. It's a nine rib, super rare blower. <clears throat> so uh, Hampton, the old man's still in business. And his son reached out to me and he goes, my dad would love to rebuild that blower. He's like 80 something. I'm like, that's awesome to have the actual guy that built the blower rebuild it for the street. Clearance it a little bit. And then um, I was like, who am I going to have do the motor? And, you know, there's a million race shops I could send it to and just have it done. <clears throat> there's a old time. There's a ton of old timers in Prescott that have massive car collections. Um, and uh, I get a call from this guy, Gary Malicote, who was a drag racer back in the 60s, him and his brother. And they built in, I think, 1969. I don't fact check this, but he, they had a twin turbo 426 Hemi that was in the sixes. And he showed me a picture of the car, and you, it could have been a picture of today. The turbos were mounted down low by the core support, big six-inch or eight-inch tubes coming up to an intake in the end of the motor. Like, it was something you'd see today. That's not that Malco gasser, is it? That, that, uh, it that was a CUDA. It was no. like a CUDA or a Challenger or something like that. But they were in the sixes in 1969 with a twin-turbo 426 Hemi. It's in brief. So he's like fucking NASA wasn't doing that shit. Dude, and he's an he's a little guy, he's just an old timer, and he's like, oh, this is a cool car. He didn't even blink on how tall it was in the back. He because he knows. He like he's he's familiar. Yep. And uh, he's like, This thing's not gonna hook up. I'm like, Yeah, I hope it doesn't. Ever. Right. I hope it yeah. never hooks up because it'll flip over upside down. But uh he's like, I'd love to build this engine for you. And so uh I said, That'd be incredible to have your name, you oh, know, pretty awesome on this car. So so he's building the motor. I'm super stoked. Um, Dave Shutton, I don't know if you follow him, but oh, he yeah. restores all the Ed Roth cars. He's a good friend of mine. He wants to paint it, oh, which fuck, is cool. Awesome. He, he does some pretty rad stuff. Yeah, so my whole idea with this car is to build a legendary car that is known. Like if somebody finds it in a barn in 60 years, that they're going to know that it was this or this or this, and it has these names on it. And my dream is to take it to Moon Eyes, Japan, Nice. Um, because I've been there with Bobby Green, and just, I've always wanted to go there. Yeah, it's. Uh, I was just looking at that shit yeah. today. Yeah, Japan's life changing. For me, it was. Um, and so my dream is to go there with that car and, you know, hang out with those people again. It was just amazing. We need to plan it. Have you seen a fucking Japan? Have you seen pictures of the car? So the first picture I saw, um, looking at a picture of our chassis, I see this Roadster Shop spec chassis, and I'm staring at it. I'm like, that's. Badass. And yeah, that see, picture scrolling. And then I see this bit. gnarly Fenderwell header in the background. I'm like, forget that chassis. What's up with that Fenderwell yeah. header, dude? That <laughs> looks sick. I'm like, what is that? So then I, I was digging around and saw that. It's dude, so I'm so into gassers. Me and Phil actually bought this bitchin' original oh, show tomorrow. gasser. Really? Yeah, like old paint job. Yeah, yeah dude, faded, cracked, yeah. patina. Old chrome that's yep. all flaked off. Yeah. It's, it says Panama Red is the name on it. It's a 56 <clears throat> gasser. It's got a lot of, like, you know, California, you know, early 60s history. Super sketchy welds. and Yeah. 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 yeah it's it's hairy. Gun. It's got a, you know, tunnel ram, dual quad, 327, but it's it's a bitchin', bitchin'. Yeah. I retract my statement. Three-wheeler's not the most dangerous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really yeah. sketchy. We yeah. got a barbecue grill with a really similar stance and yeah. the same wheels and tires. No, legit. We built, a, we built yes, a street freak, like a street street freak, freak smoker. Um, it's sitting out back. Yes. That's just got ladder bars for days. Yeah, they're yeah. super long. It's, um, 
big shackles. Do those connect to the front axle? Like it literally. <laughs> yeah. <is> just... <laughs> yeah. It's four wheel steer. No. Um, but it, yeah, it's supposed to be super dangerous and hard to drive and uh, it's a six speed manual. Yeah. Well, you, you've got that. Yeah. You know yeah. where it's supposed it. to be. Yeah. Five thirteens. Um, I don't know what that motor is going to do, but I, w- I would assume it's a thousand horsepower without even trying, you know, but, um, the fact that he's talking about, we're going to detune the, one of the Hawaiian, you know, funny cars you know, for the street, you know, just, you know, take it down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Cause my, that's, that's my dad so had bad. a Falcon street freak back in the day and it was a tunnel Ram and super sketchy. And as a kid, I remember sitting in the back seat and those cars have a really, uh, deep quarter panel, uh, horizontal part before it goes, drops down. You can pretty much, you know, when the hardtop window's down, you can put your arm out on the quarter panel. Well, I was, I think it was like 12 or something, 10, and my fingers were hanging over the door jam. <clears throat> and, of course, you can tell what happened next. Somebody slammed the door, and my, all four of my fingers were in the Ooh. door jam. And uh, that was one of the reasons I remember that car so much. <laughs> if you, if you, if like, you get like Wyatt arm, will remember a, uh, a minivan. After the last Florida trip, oh yeah, he, he slammed got, his fingers yeah, in the door. No, really? Yeah, like the the electric closing ones, or yeah, I think my wife actually just straight up closed the door. Oh. <laughs> if you get that arm prevailed. right over that jam too, and you get a little flex, Ooh, get a little pinch in there. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, that's right the in the sweet meat. <laughs> right in the sweet meat. Yeah. Uh, somebody's <laughs> been paying attention, uh, taking notes. <laughs> Is that like a customer project, or is that no, something that you're... That's yeah, so rad. passion project that'll probably never get done, but maybe it, there is, it does. Uh, like, nothing, legitimately nothing cooler than the feel of being in, like, a traditional gasser. Yeah. I mean, oh, we've talked about it on this podcast. It's I mean, cool that, as it gets. The 56 we built for George yeah. is <clears throat> bar none, hands down, the most fun I've ever had behind the wheel of anything. Really? Not saying, I mean... Yeah, yeah. Passenger seat's pretty fucking scary. Yeah. <laughs> there are so many other cars that do so many other things. Different better. things. Yes. But that as an oh as a whole, that is the if I had to just if I could buy any car mm-hmm. that we've ever built, it would be that fucking car. That's, That's awesome. Just the most fun. Quote Harry Hogg. Fast is loose and on the edge out of control. Yeah. That was there all day long. And yep. it but it's the thing is having it for any probably one more day. Would have been catastrophic because <laughs> you get a little confident. Like the three wheeler, yeah. like the three wheeler, yeah. you just start doing but laps. The car shot straight. It shot yeah. so fucking straight. It it just glazed them like you wanted it to do. And I mean that thing just. It was. I mean I don't know. Yeah, what it was supposed it. to do. So are you guys the same as me in this in this way? So you build cars that do g-forces they handle so well they accelerate they stop like nothing else on the market do would you still rather get in a 1964 gto with bias ply tires and a muncie four speed and and go through some corners and get on a track with that car no as much as a new one not at all no no really what i would what what i would say you know, I, get, I, I see where you're going with that. The analog's yeah, is still... Uh, the analog's awesome, but the stock analog sucks. Like, to me, getting in a stock, like, C2 vet, a mid-year vet, it's almost not drivable. And we've had some iconic muscle, like 454 LS6, you know, Chevelles that... I mean, that was the pinnacle of muscle cars. And you get in it, and it's like, 
I could sit there and be like texting on my phone and mat it to the floor yeah. and be they like banging slow. gears yeah. and like they are slow. But what is your phone cool, comes down when you try to go to a corner, hit the brakes. Though. Yeah. What is <laughs> cool is like we had a uh, this was years back. We had a seventy Nova that uh, the car was actually on the cover of Popular Hot Routing magazine in like the mid seventies. Uh, wow. A guy bought it brand new, and the very first thing he did was clip the front end, cut, you know, took the subframe out of it and fabricated a front subframe for a straight axle. Uh, tunnel ram, dual quad, fender well headers, ladder bars. I mean, it's, it's as, the, as real deal as a gasser can get. Muncie four-speed with a T-handle shifter. Wow. Just gnarly, right? Now, that is... That's cool. I mean, yeah. that to me is as cool, if not cooler, as getting in something that will do all the G-forces and behave yes. properly because it's maybe 550 or 600 horsepower, but it feels like 7,000. Right. Yeah. It's, but that's it's, it is the hairiest yeah. thrill like you've ever had in your life. But you're yeah. never taking it through a fucking turn or trying to do No, you've got to wait. Right. Like I, every time I would drive it, you know, and I'd do like a whole shot, I'd do like a first, second, third pull. You know, you'd look around you, you'd make sure nobody's behind you, you'd make sure there's no oncoming traffic. On a two-lane, you kind of pull it to the center, you know, get right in the middle because you know you need as much forgiveness as you can right, get, and then right. just stand on it, right? We had, like, one of the, probably the nicest Copo clones that I'd ever seen, and that thing <laughs> sucked everywhere. Yeah. It didn't do anything well. It yeah. wasn't like, oh, it just didn't turn, but it was fast. It wasn't fast. It didn't turn. It didn't stop. It didn't crank. It didn't shut off. Everything about it sucked. I mean, 428 Cobra Jet Mustangs. I mean, L88 Vets. I mean, everything. Like, it's, all of those things suck. Mm -hmm. In in they, They're cool to look at. But like you're saying, if if you can get, it doesn't have to corner. But if it, the analog part of going fast straight is fucking cool. Or the analog part of it can turn. I've just got to do what I've got to do because right. the car can only do so much. As yeah. long as I do what I've got to do, I can get it through the turn. All that shit's cool, mm -hmm. but the stock shit to drive anyway. Yeah. Every time we're like, maybe this is going to be pretty good. We, we've had probably the, you know, the cream of the crop, no matter what it is. And they fucking suck. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's where I may be a little bit different because <clears throat> I'm more of a driver drive like i i enjoy the drive so i would love to see a good driver on a track on a road course like a tight course sure against somebody just off the street in a modern muscle car you know obviously the, cool it, it's just i really enjoy the tires not biting and in uh the car rolling yeah and um there's, there's that in-car video of the holman moody falcon the guy ripping around um some big track and it's modern day in yeah. a home yeah. and Moody he's just, car, to the just mat. tearing ass around it yeah. and it's it's sliding everywhere yep. it's yep. all over the track and it mm -hmm. just looks he, fucking he's badass working. Yeah. he's working he's that, got giant yeah. balls sitting in the passenger yeah. seat and i guess my i guess why i'm there is because i've never had anything that's gone fast like in my whole life so i don't <clears> i don't know unless i get in a rental car that's actually kind of fast i'm like oh this is this is actually pretty cool <laughs> well the thing that like a spec camaro or a spec Mustang, you know, with 450 horsepower and good tires and set up right will scare the shit out of you in a good way because you can't get it to do something fucking stupid. Mm -hmm. And it, you're the one that gives up in a turn before it will, mm -hmm. you know, and then that you get so accustomed to that. And then you're like, well, this is fucking easy. And then it's the next thing and it's the next thing. And yeah. now 
I mean, the Grand National made what to the tires? Uh, like 1,300. Yeah, and that's like, it just does its thing perfectly. Yeah, a tremendous amount of, like, engineering fabrication and everything Absolutely. went into doing that, but it happened but it right. does it you know yeah but that car still i mean it that leaves you with the chills that's the first car we've ever built that actually like scares me or i show some respect to you know <laughs> is that right it's just so fucking fast wow i mean you hear it so everybody's built stuff that's huge horsepower but putting the power down and actually like making the horsepower is a different story and that yeah. car legitimately does it wow i mean that car you're doing mid 100 you know you're doing 150 miles an hour before you even know you're accelerating it's that damn fast before it gets violent in yeah. any way and it's that's right about the time when you are just realizing what's happening and you want to stay in it you know <laughs> but yeah like, you can't react fast enough yeah it's so crazy i i remember my first experience with north of a thousand horsepowers with tom nelson and sure. uh went to visit him in chatsworth there and we're just bullshitting and uh, he's like, hey, you want to go for a ride in this RX-7? And it was a beat-up. You probably know the car, but it was like an old beat-up RX-7, early, the early version of it. <clears throat> and uh, he doesn't show me the motor or nothing because um, I was you know, super addicted to his twin-turbo motors at the time, and uh, still am. But we get in this car, and it's just, a, it's just a pussycat. We're just driving it through town, stopping at the lights, you know. 900 rpm 850 rpm just idling nice good temps <clears throat> he's not two footing it or anything he's driving it and uh we're going 60 mile an hour just and he's okay i'm gonna give it like a quarter throttle it's like and the whole car just fills full of smoke like instantly and we're going 100 mile an hour and <laughs> you, i don't know if you know You've talked to Tom. Tom oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, and he, he's got that laugh, right? Yeah. He just that that mad <laughs> like scientist kind of laugh. <laughs> and he starts laughing. I start laughing. So we're we're dying in this car. Full you can't see. And then the smoke finally clears and he's like, okay, now I'm gonna punch it. <laughs> so we're going hundred mile an hour, he punches it, and it's the same thing. <laughs> like just and then the laugh starts again. And I'm just like, <laughs> what is happening right now? Like we are laying two strips. Of rubber at 100, at 100 mile an hour, yeah. as long as you want oh, yeah. to run it. And I'm just like, holy shit. I and he goes, these are 276 gears in this car. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. It's the only thing that he said it will remotely hook. Yeah. That's where those the big horsepower cars, that's where it gets dicey is that, you know, you're used to breaking traction in first or second gear at, mm -hmm. you know, 15, 20, 30 miles an hour. But when you're fifth and when you have to be <laughs> conscious, conscious of breaking of it, yeah. traction at, you know, a hundred miles an hour, because mm -hmm. that's, you know, you've got to react pretty damn quick. Yeah. But I will say that that Grand National just shoots like a missile. And if you're respectful of it and you can roll into the throttle and not get, you know, because you, your instinct tells you you get excited. It's making the cool noises. You want to just put your foot in it. But if right. you can restrain yourself enough to, roll into the throttle you can be pretty aggressive with it but that thing will just hook bite and accelerate like and it's it's the only car that legitimately puts you through the seat you know everybody has the thing like you accelerate you're like oh yeah we're going fast right that yeah. car it takes your insides and puts them through the, the back of the <laughs> that's seat what you, that's you know? what you're going for takes right your insides yeah. and pulls them through your outside yeah that's what you that's what Which you're going cool. for right. has that track or a carbon on a track not on a track yet. Yeah. No, we just finished it. We've actually we're still being pretty respectful of it because we haven't 
debuted it at SEMA yet. It's going to oh, be... Keep the paint on it for now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. we've got listener questions coming up. So right. let's uh, hold off a little yeah. bit. <laughs> I look forward to seeing that. Like if it goes to an actual track and, and can put some good lap times down, that would just be a game changer. What yeah, Dave's we, 55 do? That, that car like breaking traction, you know, all the way through the 60 foot ran a clean 10 Oh, Oh, I mean a road course. Yeah. No road. You know, I think that, that car, it's got an automatic four L 80 manual valve body transit. Yeah. It, I mean, the chassis dialed and it's set up to do road course stuff. The trans, you know, if I was going to go pounding on a road course, right. it's not necessarily the trans you want to be like hanging down shifts. Right. And going into corners. What would you take to a road course? If one of your builds. Oh, it's, that's pretty easy. Yeah, road rage. Road rage. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Things. Just driving down the street, you feel like you're driving a NASCAR. Really? It's one of the most badass feeling things, and Ugh. it makes you feel like a fucking superstar. What you yeah. what you think you can do, and then you get into something else, and you're like, yeah, I was <laughs> drastically fooled. <laughs> Forty miles Phil can, an hour. Phil can do those things though in <laughs> yeah. cars. Like you park him in something. Like we stuck him in that road rage. Uh, <laughs> You know, the first time ever, the car was pretty fresh. And this is, I mean, we do this every year. We bring something out to uh, uh, Street Machine of the Year. So, you know, Phil's, uh, Phil, jump in. You got to, you know, you got to do the uh, autocross stuff. Autocross, yeah, yeah. So there's usually like one or two little pointers I could say about like, yeah, it has no corks or like, hey, you know, just second gear. Like it just, you know, right now we got to adjust the shift bezel when it gets back. So just give it a good. It's one or two little pieces of information. Sure. So usually yeah. finished the night before right. for the show. And it's just, you know, fuck it. Get out there. Send and, it. Yeah. You have, like, the pros that compete, you know, and do, like, all year round they spend their mm -hmm. fucking life racing, autocrossing. And then you've got the street machine contenders, which are usually, like, a minute slower than those. Right. Well, Phil goes out for the very first time and the very first time the car's ever been driven and is usually, like, plus or minus like a second or half a second with the pros on that thing. Yeah. Gets in it, f just crushes it. I mean, drifting it, there doing donuts go. in it. Yeah, there's a video of it. It's a victory lap afterwards. Did so you that's... qualify? Like, did you have a qualify I, time? Yeah, one uh, had the top time for the uh, street machine nice. cars. <laughs> but beat, beat Kyle Tucker. Not that big of a deal. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the, that's the car that just makes you want to do that. It's, One hand on the yeah. wheel. Mind you, that's an expensive car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It doesn't, doesn't touch a cone. Drifted in and out of several of the cones in a second here. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fucking Ken Block <laughs> driving that or what? <laughs> Yeah, I think the car just works really good. I don't know yeah. if it's the driver or what. I've, I've, told you, I've told you this many times. That's the coolest you've ever fucking been. <laughs> Absolutely cool. So who drives the rental car been. when you guys go somewhere? Well, Bill right. on the street versus Bill on the racetrack is two totally different things, right? <laughs> Sometimes I have to remind myself, like when Phil's, you know, pulling into a parking spot or clips a curb or something, like, oh, he can actually, like, I know he can drive shit really fast and really good. It's hard to drive Rental slow. car is a different story. It's hard to drive yeah. slow. <laughs> that is uh, awesome. You gonna hang around for uh, listener questions? Yeah, let's do it. 
Let's do it. I got nowhere right. to be. Uh, take what else? Oh, go ahead. I, right. I mean, have we got anything else with the trucks or anything? Or what's, you know, what are your, where are you at? What's your future plans? I mean, we, yeah. are the trucks where it's at? Is that... For now, a, for now, is that your I, swan I, uh, song right now. Yeah, I think so. I I, I try not to force anything. Yeah. Whatever whatever happens naturally, I just go with it. And this seems to be a super fun thing to do and offer uh, at a fairly small level, as we are, as we usually are. Um, so I think I'm going to stay in my lane. Cool. You know what I mean? I don't I don't want to compete with the big guys. I respect them, and uh, I just want to do what I do. And hopefully, I can get a little bit of respect back and just do our thing um maybe set some trends along the way and you've done um, that once or twice yeah I think it'll it'll keep going with you yeah just have some fun so i'm blessed to be in partnership with you guys and other good companies that uh do cool shit so yeah that's, I want that that's blazer. bill burr's that's bill burr's blazer. Oh. well he actually gave that to his head of security as a gift but um that thing was under wraps. You didn't show shit on it, and then yeah. all of a sudden, like it was done. You know, it's funny. It was kind of a respect thing. I was like, I don't, I don't want to be the guy who blows up Bill Burr's name and use my Instagram and use his Instagram. I, it was just a badass truck, regardless of who it was for. Yeah, exactly. Just pumped it better. Exactly. Yeah, and you know, it was cool because he's like, he had this shitty little black and white photo, and he's like, this is the only photo I could find, and it was a '74 Spanish gold um, black top. With rallies, I was like, okay, let's do it. But you know, LS three, and we'll make sure. it kind of reliable. And so we finished it, and it went to New Jersey. And he surprised him. And then, oh my God, this killer truck! Of course, everything goes wrong on the debut, right? He gets it; it runs perfect until when he goes to take it somewhere and it has a dead pedal. So of course, right? clear the code, whatever we had to do, and then like <clears throat> they're they're showing him the engine, everything's cool, brand new hinges, brand new like everything. Holds the hood in half. Oh yeah, <laughs> classic square body hood. Yeah, 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 yeah. But everything was new yeah. and, and <laughs> greased and everything. But those repop hoods are just a well dude, little, little bridge the, in there. Which which we did on the second. Yeah, you gotta put some Ring Brothers hinges. I was on just those hoping things. that it would work, but it didn't. So I did but we that, fixed it. Uh, the first square body that I bought from Billy Steel. Yeah, it had a clay it, hood. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Never it wasn't made of clay. <laughs> it was, it was, it was not made of metal. I've never prototype. seen anything like this in my life. I've never seen metal move and return like this. It, yeah, I don't even know what you would call it. So same scenario. He brought it to um, Detroit. Uh, Detroit for the Riddler. I picked it up from him there. Yep. and it was You'd patina. The car, the, the truck. Remember oh, that? fake brown patina had Steelys, oh, yeah, 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 big yeah. hubcaps mm-hmm, on it, mm-hmm. um, Porterbilt shit on it. Yes. Um, Pop the hood, you know, check out everything under the hood. He's like, yeah, it's got this, this, and that. So it's just a small block, turbo 350. And I go to close it, and it was just, boom. And I swear my left hand came okay. all the way around and hit my right hand. And it tacoed the fuck <laughs> yeah. out of this hood. Yeah, I'm sitting and, there, Phil was so proud he got this new truck, yeah. and he's all stuck. And I'm like, it's, oh, it's, fuck, dude, <laughs> he just ruined it. Like, And then I let go of it, and it was like Flex Armstrong. It's just whoop. And there wasn't a crease. The paint wasn't fucked no. up. There was nothing. Yeah. I've never seen anything like <laughs> this in my life. Dude, it was, it's Flex Armstrong. You stretched yeah. it out like this, right back to dude, original. You could fo- this hood, you could fold it like 40 Like you're making degrees. a paper airplane. I mean, 40 degrees. <laughs> and, and then you would just like, you could grab it and just put it right back and then shimmy it down. And you All couldn't good. even, you could sight it and you, you couldn't even see a little bit of deflection. Yeah. In it. No wow. crap. Magic. They don't anything. make them like they used to. No. no. That's, That's impressive. Sure. Uh, yeah. That that happened at Barrett Jackson, actually. 
the mm. guy with the white gloves that what was the hood. Uh, Pop goes a hood right on right on stage. It was a nice truck too. Damn. What'd you do? Yeah. Yeah. Square bought, <laughs> looks like Barrett bought this one. M and M's in the dash events. <laughs> Squares are tough. We got a nice little gusset piece we're laser cutting now that you can either bond or weld into those. Uh, keep that. I'm just not from, building them from happening. <laughs> I mean, I want your truck, but that's the only square body I want. And Joe Yezzy's, of course. But yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know what I'd get if I. I don't know what my dream car is. I guess the the Falcon and maybe something super fast. Like, you know, like if I could own Rampage, that would be a dream of mine. Because I'm a big road course guy. Like, I have a racing simulator. I do iRacing. Nice. I've spent, like, I've I've ha- I've been lucky enough to get invited to, at SEMA sometimes, you know, you get in the Ferraris and you get to do three or four laps or whatever. And I've been lucky enough to do that. And I feel at home in those cars. I'm like, I need to be on a track all the time. So... I guess that would be my thing. If I were to ever have, my dream car would be like Rampage, something that you could go out and just thrash. It wouldn't be that nice after a while because I would beat it to death. <clears throat> Rampage is like a, uh, it's like a f- Ferrari and a '70s Trans Am or Arca or NASCAR, like they fucked <laughs> and had you know a, a offspring. Like yep. it's. Because it's so civilized and European while you're driving. But it has it some ADHD. Sounds, it sounds you're like... Think, you're thinking uh, of road rage because Rampage, there is nothing, ci- there is nothing no. civilized about Wait, Rampage. Yeah, road rage maybe, is maybe I'm, I'm confused. Yeah. Rampage is the white one or the blue all-out yeah, race car. Raw. White, the, the white one With a GoPro logo the, on it for a while. Oh, That was gosh. a purpose-built track car. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's that full-blown. Yeah, race car. Yeah, it's full-blown race car. I mean, honestly, any of them. Even that black you know, all of them, all of them. But uh, that's just like a NASCAR and and like some trailer trash fucked and had a, a race car. You know, yeah, road rage is so. road yeah. rage is different. Road rage is very sophisticated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Dude, that car though, driving that car on the street is was a riot a rampage. Rampage. Just like, uh, man, I've probably logged like hundred miles on the street with. You it, always felt like you were doing something around. you shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Really. Yeah, especially I rolled up next to a guy in like a uh, 488. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Ferrari, Ferrari. right, right mm-hmm. over here mm-hmm. in front of Home on Depot. Michelin slicks. Yeah, on Michelin <laughs> slicks, and you know, obviously, like that guy's you're in Bundeline. He probably thinks he's like king shit, right? Right. That and you're very the, respectful. Of course, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I come in revenant like I'm, you know, the thing, yeah, like f- yeah, fucking hey. 180 degree headers, yeah. tackling, spitting, popping. How, how are you? <laughs> I see you like cars as well. Yeah, oh, I, I, I like cars. Right, I roll in next to him like I'm. <laughs> We're done. both wearing driving gloves. <laughs> right, like I'm random. Gardens, right? <laughs> so, I mean, I'm just revving the shit out of that because that thing was like a symphony with those 180 headers. I've ruined this guy's life. I'm, <laughs> I bet you he sold the Because you're a good person. A hundred percent. Yeah. Right. I mean, we left the line and it just, I mean, yeah. He, Out the window. Yeah, there was a, <laughs> you know, you, the obligatory <laughs> finger, you know, just the number one. Yeah. But, like he needed to know. Yeah, <clears throat> there was oh, a guy in our hazards. Homes, there was a guy in our hometown that had F forty that he would, no, that's, no, that's he would cool. daily drive and drive it to the track for track days and then drive it home. Damn, and he never washed it. It was just like oh. rubber on the quarters, brake dust over the whole car. And it's just like that guy's my hero. So many yeah. dudes thought he was cool. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that that for me is probably the ultimate car. To, could, yeah. could be the number one yeah. car of yeah. all time. Yeah, and it was dirty. All the time. That's cool. And I pulled up and parked beside it downtown 
Like it was downtown, like on Electric Avenue, which was where all the bars were. And I, I parked in front of it with my Model A, and he was geeking out on it. He didn't even tell me that that was his car. He was just asking me a bunch of questions about my car. He's like, oh, this thing's fucking awesome, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then he leaves, and I'm, you know, and then someone trade? tells me that that was his F40. And I was like, that guy's rad. You know? <laughs> no chicks yeah. thought he was rad. That's well, the craziest that fucking thing. It doesn't matter if you have, a, if you have an F40. I, I'm, I'm with you. It's yeah. just funny how what your your thoughts are. I would be into. thinking about nothing it, like with an F40 other than driving and owning the F40. Like I would literally be not thinking chicks wouldn't even be anywhere in my mind yeah. at that point in time. It would just be just driving it. Yeah, you just know you're so cool. Excitement. <laughs> yeah. Except the girls that are trying to get Instagram photos. Like, get, yeah, be like, get, 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 get out of the way. They're I'm like seagulls. Like, yeah, just right. get the fuck out of there. <laughs> Drive my car. I want to drive my F40. <laughs> 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 yeah. But a Model A coupe, dude. A little Model yeah. A high boy coupe. I mean, that's a that's a rad car to, yeah. to roll up into. That's Yeah. Yeah. A little uh, baby Hemi with a... Oh, I, I built was going to say, baby fucking Hemi is the way to go yeah, with Model A. And I, I, built a, I built a tri-power intake um, for it that was pretty cool out of u bends and threw some Schrombergs on there and had some fun it was you know those things are light yeah you know and i drove it to vegas from canada <clears throat> for the what's that rockabilly thing they do in vegas every april um so that was fun put three thousand miles on a round trip and that's like a rigid yeah. chopper that you can have a buddy go with you yeah because a buddy's not gonna go <laughs> without, with you on a rigid yeah, without, chopper without looking gay oh but yeah <laughs> you're not gonna go ride bus nuts for sure don't you but, quit me yeah but that's that's the exact same thing. There's yeah. it's it's not like one car can do all things. Yeah. That's the car that satisfies yeah. that kind of shit. Yeah. It was fun. Something about yeah. In Utah, there was some construction and there were barrels, those orange barrels, for four miles, <clears throat> and they were set of uh, they were set probably forty or maybe sixty sixty feet apart from each other. Try to get cute and do some slalom. I did slalom for four <laughs> miles in that car. Did you have bias plies on it too? Yeah. Yeah, 780s in the back. A little I think, screeching, not really slowing. I, I had arm pump. My forearms were just <laughs> like motocross, like just Is rocks after. Firestone pipe, pie crust or what? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Vega box in it or what mm -hmm. was it? Yeah, yeah just super all, responsive. All arm power, yeah. So four miles of cones, at, you know, trying to go as fast as you can, you know, but that was super fun. But there's just the the hunched over so you can see. Yeah. Well, you want to look and, like John Milner, you know? Yeah, you, yeah. Like, so yeah. glad you said yeah. that. That's, okay. you know, yeah. nothing cooler, man. I mean, it, it, I guess that could be a neck and neck with a gas or, yeah. You know, there's all these just things you grew up on. Yeah. I'm so glad you said that. that. Nobody, not any of my friends even know who that guy is. <laughs> and it's just like, am I free? Like, why do I, why is this guy my hero? I would feel, <laughs> and that, this is because I'm, I understand I'm a fucking redneck, but I would feel more at home. Daily driving and being badass in a Model A than the F40. I don't belong in the F40. Let's be no, hundred percent. Uh, you don't. No, yeah, I don't. No, you're absolutely right. Right. I but I, and I would be <laughs> as cool in the Model A. Uh, agree to disagree. Stock That's, Model A with a banger. Yeah. yeah. No. Fuck no. <laughs> yeah, no. With a JBL like Bluetooth radio, like <laughs> so listen to Bunston, Florida Georgia Line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Model A, Model A coupe is probably my favorite hot rod of all time i've got a killer killer body a you know 31 flawless original body that probably uh, not anymore no it's still yeah it's still clean i've just been trying to find the time what to, book are we gonna put in that 
I got a 392 Hemi for it. Nice. So build it tall and traditional, or would you yeah. sleek it out a little bit? No, like- super, super traditional. I want to do it with, like, you know, every single piece would be something authentic, rare. Yeah, which is no, hard to do. No, not pre. I, I, I like the, you know, I'd be looking at, like, 60s kind of drag mm. styles, what mm. yep. inspiration would be, you know, like, I like the Tommy Ivo kind of era, but not being so showy. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but yeah, something that's got a little slingshot influence in it. Yep. And I gotta, I gotta get you together with Bobby Green, my old partner there in Burbank. He, uh, he has a church that he has his collection in, <clears throat> in Pasadena. If you guys ever make it to L.A., he owns like eleven bars and restaurants. I was gonna say he's a, he's a, like, bar guy. I mean, yeah, they just... they restore old um, buildings and bring shit back. And uh, his, but his personal like man cave car collection is his old church, and you will freak out. Yeah. yeah. So please let me put you guys together yeah. if you ever go yeah, to LA. To, it's uh, if you like you know that old stuff like the original shit. Love, he's yeah, love it. He's a savant when it comes to uh, all that stuff. So yeah, he's got a couple of the Miller Indy race cars now. Sure. Oh. He's getting into that thing, you know, That's... with Nikum and all those guys, and it's just insane. Uh, he was visiting me a couple weeks ago, and there was rumors that the, there's an old time. That's not a rumor; it's a fact. There's a guy in town in Prescott that has the serial number one Ferrari, the first Ferrari ever serial numbered. And I went and seen it with Bobby, and he didn't believe me. He's like, "That's in Prescott, yeah, Prescott, Prescott, yeah, yeah." I don't know where that is, but um, <laughs> but in my town, we went to this and and. and so we go to this Round garage. We go to this garage, yeah. and uh, there's so much shit stacked in there you can't even see the car, and it's covered in dust. And uh, sure enough, and you know, as Bobby's seeing it, he's googling, you know, anything that he can find on this car. You know, when it was raced, and uh, there's two holes in the firewall that you could see if you look under the dash. That's where the coils were, and uh, he like snaps a pic under the dash and shows me there's two empty holes there. You know, he's like, this is the car. And uh, I was like, holy shit. This is like a 1954 or whatever Ferrari. This guy who owns it know what he has? Yeah. 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 But he doesn't uh, care. He's like, I said, you know, this car is obviously worth $30 million or something. He's like, yeah, I got money and like a couple <laughs> extra zeros isn't going to bring me the joy that this car does. You know, it's like, it's cool. I've met so many people through this car and I have so many memories. He bought it in 50, bought it in like 58 or something. Wow. And uh, for like $800. And he said, I've, I've had so much fun and met so many people through this car that the extra zeros in my account don't matter. You know, and he's in, he's in his 80s and he's got like a nice clean cut and he's like sharp as a, like he knows every single thing. And Bobby is the same way. Bobby's a younger version of him. So he sees the, you know, he sees the steering wheel and he's geeking out on all the details and he knows it's legit and he's trying to compose himself. You know, and it's so fun to watch him like see something that's melting his brain, but still try to like hold it together. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah, it was really cool. Really cool to be there. That's rad. Yeah. Tell us about Todd. Todd. Oh yeah, Todd. Is there a picture of Todd? <laughs> yeah, there? Todd. That's Todd. Bottom right. Oh fuck those things, dude. <laughs> those motherfuckers are taking over my whole yard right now. That's the last thing I want to see. Oh, they're the best. They're killing like all my trees. They're like, no, they're there for a reason. You gotta leave them alone. For what? <laughs> my, my, you should see. Invite them into your house. They're in my fucking house. Oh, perfect. You should see what <laughs> make my yard a looks make like. a little shelf for them and feed them. Feed them. Can you? How do you get a hold of one? 
because I'd like to get it in my hands and like pet it. Yeah, like, I bet you would. <laughs> I bet you would. Squeeze they it. Won't, rub they it. won't. They sense. Uh, they sense the evil, so they won't. <clears throat> really? But uh, no. He's uh, a squirrel whisperer. Yeah, our cats brought Todd in as a chipmunk. As a right? essentially a fetus, a little pink little thing sitting on my carpet. I didn't know what it was. They didn't kill it. I think they murdered its family. <laughs> And they feel bad. And they're like, this is the last survivor. Well, you know how cats are, right? They'll bring you a trophy or whatever. Usually it's a head or a liver or something. We brought the youngest. Yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm eating my my Fruit Loops or whatever I'm eating in the morning. And I look over and our dog, Dwayne, is like, uh, what's that over there? So I go and it's a little thing. And I took it to the vet and I'm like, whoa. And, uh. They're like, I don't, we don't know what it is, but it's a wild animal. We can't, we can't help you. But here's some milk formula and a dropper, and you have to feed it every two hours and warm it up. Don't feed it after midnight. And uh, Don't get it wet. It'll yeah, multiply. Yes. So, so I take this home. I'm feeding it every two hours. I'm getting up at night three or four times during the night and feeding this For thing. For the thing that you don't know what it is Didn't yet. Didn't know what it was. I thought it was maybe a beaver or something a chupacabra yeah chupacabra. <laughs> it fucking turns out to be a squirrel i thought it was a chipmunk at first that's what got me fired yeah. up so i so we buy this armoire an old armoire and i put a bubble window in it and drill a bunch of holes in it and make it a condo for him and she or she so todd turned out to be a girl and we're very sensitive about our pronouns <laughs> so we figured we would let her turn, choose her gender when she was old enough but uh She's in the wild now. She's chilling out with all the other squirrels. Are you serious? You yeah, released yeah. her? Does she yeah. come back? Yeah, well, we see her. She's still around the yard, yeah. but she started yeah. sleeping uh, on the deck. We moved her house out on the deck, and then she would venture out further and further. She'd be up the trees messing with the woodpeckers, and then all of a sudden one day she was just didn't come home to bed. So she, we see her up in the trees and bouncing around, but she doesn't come home. So that's, hmm. that's the story of Todd. Never thought I'd be raising a squirrel. But. So Todd, the he, her squirrel. Yeah, they, them, he, her, she, whatever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But I'm feeding this. We we had to go to Flagstaff <clears throat> for a concert, and uh, this was like a week after we found her, so I had to take her with me. And I got a shoebox and feed her. Do a shot, feed her. <laughs> I just get random text messages of just a squirrel video, this little thing running around, no comments, just pretty sweet. Yeah, that's <laughs> a squirrel. <laughs> Todd. Yeah. Todd. That's Todd, yeah. So that's my life right Fucking there. Todd. <laughs> Fucking Todd. Not glamorous at all. Just squirrels. Uh, before we get to listener questions, we've got to do our standard stuff. Uh, it's gonna, this is going to be a little awkward because you flew here. So I know there's probably not much in your pockets. Yeah, especially because I, I basically drove from the airport to here. But I do have a couple things in there. All right. Well, it's time for a pocket card. Let's do it. Oh. This. Ooh, oh. solid pole. The jukebox. Juke That's my go-to. I don't know. I've had that thing for years, but. Um, I think all three of us have that one. Yeah, you Do you really? Yeah. Not really. No. Pretty stiff. Oh, is yours just like. No, no we're trying to get it there. up. It's a cool, oh. it's a super cool knife. It's, I, love I just the like knife. the look of it. Like, yeah. You got to polish the bushings in it. It'll get, it'll get loose. All right. <laughs> I know y'all make fun of me about that. I'm sorry. I'm going to drop mine off. You guys have those. I got yeah. the black mother of pearl handle. I got the exact one, the tortoise. Oh, shit. Yeah, Love I it. thought I was I trying the, to be all cool. I got you, the you, no, you are cool because no. that's a rad You knife. fit into the cool guy club. Yeah. Ah, and a cleaver blade is 
shows you like nice yeah. things. That's where it's at. Yeah. Distinguished and general so I did badass. Good. I yeah, did good. Good. You did 100%. great. Yeah. And where was that on the flight? What's that? <laughs> oh, it was in my check bag. Yeah. Okay. It was in prison. With the bottle. Prison with the bottle of whiskey. <laughs> Yeah, it was in prison. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was doing downstairs, cleaning it up. Available at Blade HQ. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yep. And uh, yeah, just this. I think there's something. It's just an old piece of paper. I have. Oh, somebody sent you a little special on note on the other side. I think something random. <laughs> what's, what's it say? Just a piece of paper I randomly <laughs> had in my pocket. Yeah. Go ahead, share, share for the rest of the class. Just say where's my fucking shocks. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if it's appropriate. Yeah, probably not appropriate for this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just let it be an inside joke. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and that's it. That's all I got in my pockets. What is a favorite car movie and why? Oh gosh, um, well I've seen. American Graffiti a thousand times, literally a thousand times. Um, and then probably Blues Brothers, which wasn't really a car movie, but it has one of the best car chases yeah. of all time. Most expensive, too. Yeah. Cop yeah. tires, cop shacks. Cop shacks. <laughs> yeah, the year before catalytic converters. So, first, first reference, I think, for this season. Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers. Great fucking reference. Really? To, yeah, I think that's the first. Yeah, one of my all-time favorites. It's a good one. So, uh, the Aretha Franklin scene at the, at the uh, fucking diner. That's yeah. So many. It's a scenes. great fucking movie. I'm gonna so, have to go back and watch it again. I've been years since I've seen it. Yeah, so many scenes. Uh, I don't know. I go back to the old ones, Bullet. You know, things like that. But uh, American Graffiti, probably. So and it's cliche, but so what's the American out of all American Graffiti? What's the favorite scene or line in that movie? Hmm. Probably is that piss yellow or puke green? I don't know. That's that's. I bet you got to sneak up on it just to get a little gas. In the <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that that lines. There's so many good yeah. lines in that movie. Field car. Yeah. It's field car. Yeah. You know, even the stuff Toad said, and yeah. but uh, yeah, that line. That line. Just Harrison Ford just like lays it down, like you know. <laughs> we might have to do a mystery science theater version of like watching American Graffiti, just like the back of our heads. Yeah, reaction, reaction video. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think I think it's great. Have you guys been asked the question? Yeah, we well we. I mean, going back like a year, we yeah we well we've talked about it and it's it's very difficult because I don't know what I said a year ago, or what. It's hard to land on a. It's a hard one, one, isn't it? Two lane blacktop. You like two lane blacktop. Love two lane blacktop. I love the made for TV movie from the seventies called Hot Rod. That was a mm. sixty five Coronet. Mm-hmm. And the you remember that movie? There was I a, do. Yeah, Willie's Gasser. Mm-hmm. That was super cool. I mean, Dazed and Confused is like the anthem for my generation. Like we grew up on that. I watched that fucking five yeah. million times. Mm-hmm. That was more on like just general day to day trying to be cool when we were kids and like living that. Like that was so rad but two lane blacktop it's i mean it's it's hard to get any cooler yep than that hollywood nights is bitching I mean, hollywood nights hollywood is nights. awesome do you remember corvette summer did you see it yeah yeah yep. i mean super cheese ball but like yeah. corvettes i mean i even got into like the, the like the hot rod gang and all that like those 40s 50s mm-hmm. black and white movies i was yep. such a 
old school hot rod nerd. Yeah. Way back in the day. Yeah. There was a there was a movie um about drag racing. What the hell? Drag drag strip derelicts or no, it was uh, one particular funny car that they focused on, and I can't remember the name of the car. Funny Car Summer. Was that? I mean, that was one, too. Just like, what about some? Uh. <laughs> it came with really original names. It was the next summer, yeah. year after. Yeah. yeah, but it was basically based on a top fuel funny car team and what they all went through, and it was like uh, just a great movie. Hooper. Did you ever watch Hooper? Burt Reynolds? He's a stuntman. He oh, had a square body. That was a... a st- <clears throat> uh, Richard Rawlings talked about that. Hooper yeah, he had a four-wheel drive, square body, step side, four-wheel drive, and he, one of the scenes in the movie was he drove it. He he did a like a, like full-on e-brake backwards, drove backwards at sixty mile an hour. There's like nice. blonde chicks in the back drinking beer, and then he Rockford Fileses it around and goes the other way. So it was really cool. <clears throat> that reminds me, I built a uh, Rockford Files clone car for Bill Burr. Yeah, like that. The gold, awesome. uh, yeah, the gold one. Firebird Trans Am. Yeah, tr- uh, fire Trans Am with a uh, 400 in it and uh, all the good stuff. And built it like a, like it had the it had the big motor, but it was the dummy down version of the car. He said because Rockford couldn't afford the Formula 400 or whatever with all the scoops and wings and things. He said, like uh, the sleeper version. Yeah, Gardner. You know, the actor was like, I don't think he that character could afford the fancy car. But he wanted the big motor, so they built it as an Esprit and then put the bigger motor in it. So, pretty neat. Not not movie, but TV show because that's what my era was. Chips and Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Yeah. Chips and Fall Guy. And was, Cheers. How are you? <laughs> the shit. And then movie wise, Days of Thunder. I just Days of Thunder. Was oh. Yeah, just the intro scene to Days of Thunder. Like there is nothing. Days of Thunder was Top it, Gun for yeah. cars. I mean, mm-hmm. it was. Yeah. Just same actor. I, I don't know if you do that. I appreciate it. Thanks for the fact check on that. Uh, But chips, I mean, for not be a car show, Mm -hmm. the amount of cars that they had, the wrecks, the opening scene of chips. I mean, that was like, I loved. How is Dukes of Hazzard not on there for you? Dukes of Hazzard was. Yeah, it's it's a little cliche being from Alabama. It's racist. I didn't want to go that way. It's It's Hazzard Uh, County, Georgia, though. Yeah, it was. I I was huge. And chips, I mean, chips, fall guy. Dukes of Hazard and A Team. That's your where, three that's, o'clock to five o'clock when you get home from school. Yeah, exactly. Hazard count. Where's that in relation to like the Florida border? Like if you were, there was like a line between North, like Hazard, Georgia, and North then like where Florida was. I'm telling you something. First of all, you bring up Florida Georgia line again, <laughs> and you're bringing it up in the same sentence as fucking Dukes of Hazard. Fight, yeah. Fight. Fight. I, I can get behind you on that one. Fight. Yeah, that's I apologize. Not even the same. Uh, take, what if they did the, the theme song? Name in vain. If if, well, first of all, if you're Florida saying Georgia Line, Georgia Line redid the oh, no, theme no, song. Now no, that's just goddamn disrespectful because that's a Waylon Jennings song. Fuck. Right? They never showed his hand. I mean, never showed his face, face on TV. Yeah, it's just his hands. Yeah. 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 I remember pausing Fall Guy in mid-jump and being like, fuck, that, this is a totally different truck. Three-quarter ton, or it has like, like a different trim on it, or it's totally different. To answer your question... <laughs> There would be the, this would be the only thing that Shooter could do for redemption, would be to whip Florida Georgia Line's ass if they were to do a remake of the Dukes of Hazard theme song. Then I could get on Shooter's bandwagon, like yeah, that's right, kick their fucking ass. Yeah, I hope nobody does a newer version of that. No, you can't. No. no. Yeah. yeah. Nope. 
Agreed. Your picture is probably still one of the coolest things I think I've ever seen. Oh, oh we were at your oh, house. That painting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. painting. That's yeah. the best. Dude, right. that, that almost like changed careers for me. Because I saw that, I'm like, I need to do this for a living. Still to this day, how many times <laughs> yeah. do we end up someplace yeah. like, that's the fucking paint. We need to steal that. Do yeah. you think we can get it out? Like, uh, if, sure. you could, if you could get that picture, but have like evil Knievel jumping the <laughs> That's creep. so amazing. <laughs> so you don't have that on your Instagram? I don't. I should repost it. Uh, for those who don't know, obviously, our... I have a. I stole a painting out of a cheap motel of a creek. It was like an oil painting of a creek in a forest, sort of. I guess they're like, uh, you know, those big not oak trees, uh, aspens. So petty theft. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it was funny because I took. It's probably a, only worth five bucks. I took so. the painting off the wall in the foot. They didn't even paint where the painting was. It's different <laughs> color right of painting. <laughs> so I had to go into the hallway and steal another one to put over top of that thing. So then I throw it, throw it in the truck or whatever. And uh, I knew as soon as I seen it, I knew what I wanted. And then I, so I told my tattoo artist, I said, can you paint? Cause he painted a lot. Can you paint a generally jumping over this Creek? I want like a, like a log shitty wooden ramp. And then uh, just put the car in there. Like it was painted by the same artist. And he did it. And it fucking is perfect. It's fucking awesome. And so he put his name he, like there was the Robert Woods or whatever, and then it says and <laughs> James Tex. <laughs> and I've been offered a lot of money for that painting. I mean, that's, you, that's priceless. Do you I realize think. like the potential for that? Oh, dude, I already have him doing yeah. another one for me years later. Of um, so it's a barn in an old hayfield, and it's at dusk. And so I had him paint a uh, X-wing fighter parked beside the barn you could just see the back of it sticking in the in the wings on an x fighter are out and you know there's patinaed and it's got some shit hanging off of the wings and stuff and then but it's super subtle and then in the in the sky because it's dusk you can see the death star, death star. Like, just barely in in the <laughs> clouds yeah yeah so it's a neat such a great concept neat thing it's to do awesome yeah i find my like i poke around estate sales and stuff and i'll see Paintings, and I look at them like every time I think that generally <laughs> painting them. I'm looking at them thinking of all the, yeah, all the different the corner. things you could yeah. do. Well, if you have a friend that's you know a decent painter or whatever, yeah. just just hand it over to him. Give him your idea, as stupid as it is. Have a 14 year old wrecking on a fucking big red three wheeler. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Just> ragdolling <laughs> 20 feet in there. Like, <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's awesome. Time for listener questions. You ready? Dun, dun, dun. If you want your listener questions read on the show, send them our way on Instagram at Roadster Shop or at Oil and Whiskey Podcast. Are we getting a decent amount? We are. Yeah, we are getting some. We got some good ones right now. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. Listener, listener questions. That's good. Yeah, I know. Dude, you, it's crazy. Like, you just have a natural ability to do that. <laughs> Why don't you have the keyboard with the different yeah. sound effects? I've been asking Ironclad. It's their fucking problem. They need to give me some. I need some sound effects. Yeah. They're clipping your wings. I need so the old Casio, whatever the. There's so much potential is. here. That literally just comes out of nowhere for you. Like you can just. No, dude. That's 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 just. A you would tip. you would think there's hours of preparation behind that. That's just that. the tip. Can you do it again? Can you do it again off the? No, no it's just one it's and done. It's gone. Yeah. Uh. First question up, do you guys do shop tours ever? We're reading them as they're given us. Not the best English sometimes, or the, but. Yes. 
shop tours. Was that do, a question? We do. Question mark? We do shop <laughs> tours. Yeah. Probably uh, two or three times a week. Um, the sales guys are giving shop tours. Guys stop in if they're picking up chassis or stop in if they're traveling through. Uh, we had Lou's Garage the other day. He's got that uh, on Instagram at Lou's Garage. Uh, he's got that bump side Ford. Uh, built it in memory of his wife. He's already got 30 something thousand miles on it and like he's been to like so 10 couple, or 12 months. Yeah. Spec eight, chassis. Eight, 10 months. Yeah. yeah. Shop tours are important. Uh, note, note to tourists though, they are also called time bandits. So uh, in Burbank, we would have to be very careful of this and have a specific group that would take people on tours. Because if they, if they talk to a fabricator, then it's a time bandit. Yep. So you want to be a tourist. Yep. You don't want to be a time bandit. Yep. Come yep. on in. We'll show you around. But in just be respectful. Yeah. That's right. Yep. Uh, next up, this is a weird one. Um, what car, what could be your odd car to build and still look awesome? I think we got one in process right now, the uh, the AMX, one that most people wouldn't uh, pick as the go-to mo- muscle car, but uh, doing a lot of really cool stuff to it, and I think it's be a pretty badass car when it's done. The uh, look awesome is fairly generic, because you can take a really shitty designed car and do some cool things to it, and it's cool because it's so ugly. Yes. doesn't mean that it looks awesome and it's the most well-designed. Mm-hmm. It's cool because of what it is. And it's uh, eye of the beholder, too. Yeah. Cool is different to a whole lot of different I've, For years, I wanted to do a uh, like mid-engine AMC Marlin. I just thought it would be cool the way the Marlins are. You could put that motor in the back. Did you but, call it like the inline-six underglass? Yeah, you can, <laughs> yeah, you could do that. Uh, recently, though, I think that it would be cool if you had the right customer and the right budget to do the uh, the Lamborghini, the... the Jelpa? No, the Lambo Rambo, Rambo Lambo, the LP uh, 002 or whatever. Uh, yeah. Uh, but it was 1986, but very, make it perform like it should with modern technology, but very 80s, almost kind of like we did with the Grand National in the very mid 80s style uh, yeah. Lambo. It's cool. It was cool it make it have some, you know, suspension travel and do everything right, but in, uh, you know, the graphical, uh, uh, Display and shit like that. I think that would be fucking cool. It would be. It would be. It's an odd, it's an odd yeah. looking vehicle. You know who's into those? Cool. Uh, Bobby. Bobby likes them. Really? Yeah. They're they're fucking they're rare. Eight, yeah. They're super fucking rare. But you do. I think like for a while they couldn't give them away, and then they've kind of come back to being yeah popular and we rare. We used to see them when we'd go to the dunes in Michigan when we were kids, and they were everywhere. Wait, dunes in Michigan? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Silver Lake Dunes. Really? A- yep. Any elevation? Like pretty good. Pretty good size. Uh, I'm not coming from like Glamis or right, right, Pismo. But still, but. But, yeah, but it's, I mean, it's sizable. I think, what's it like? 600 acres total. Something. It's like three miles by four miles huge. square. That's um, awesome. Yeah. yeah. But it's yeah. Very Big cool sandbox. Place, right, on the, right on the shore in, you know, Lake Michigan, borders Lake Michigan. Interesting. Very cool. You know, get who a else? sweet picture of me when I was four years old on that uh, Yamaha Trizinger just sending <laughs> a rooster tail way up in the air. I want to see yeah, that. Please cool send pick. that to me. You know who else had a Rambo Lambo? Who's that? Uday Hussein. Saddam Hussein's son. Yeah. And then the uh, who cares? United States, United, <laughs> yeah, the Marines blew it up for a roadside bomb testing situation. Nice. After we got it. Yeah. Well, well that's, done, that's boys. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well done, boys. Yeah. So if anybody else there wants to build a uh, LP002 Lambo from 1986, I think that'd be fucking cool. Staying in that mid-80s vibe, you know. Have some travel and some power. Get to the chopper. 
next up, what's the hardest skill set to hire in your industry? I'd say, I mean, it's got to be metal shaping. Work yeah. ethic. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have to finish this, boys. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, we're going to kill we're, them. We're well, pretty damn close. Um, yeah, I'd say, I mean, that's a good point. Metal yeah. shaping yeah. was massive. Metal shaping is, uh, I mean, finding guys that have uh, a lot a lot of high-end experience from a paint and body standpoint is very difficult because mm-hmm. that's that's an unusual trade. Oh, thank you. A <laughs> L- little bit of an unusual <laughs> trade, I feel like, on the body work side of doing things to a high level. What do you think, Josh? Body work at the quality level that it needs to be and the speed that it needs to be mm-hmm. that those two things together is something that's near non-existent. That's something uh, I've, I feel metal work uh, artists are, are in, increasing. We're seeing a lot of young guys that are just doing unbelievable stuff. Like you said, the paint and body, well, both of you said that the, it's very, very, very hard to find. I don't know why. Is it, is it just cause it's a thankless job or it's, is it it's, just, it's, it's probably it there's no to do. <laughs> I mean, it really There's does. no entry point. It's either you're in a body shop, yeah, right. or there's not many hot rod shops hiring a no experience. I'm going to teach you from nothing, right? Because you fuck up a thousand hour paint job, that's another thousand hours to repair it and redo it. So it's but hard to, no, to gain entry. The actual act of doing it. There's no downtime. It's your balls to the wall, hard work, physical labor, from daylight to you know, sun goes down. Like, yeah, no and the fun, the doing, fun part spraying it, and you don't even get to do that, right? right. You got to yeah. hand it over. Right. To yeah, the painter <laughs> gets all the glory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, uh, but it, it's it's a lost fucking art. It really is. <clears throat> yeah. Um, to to do it at the level it needs to be. So paint body that is that final answer? I, it's, I, it's mine. I think so. Yeah, I think I mean honestly more on the body side. I'd I'd leave the paint out what, of that. Because, what about hosting a podcast? He can get any uh, asshole off the street a, yeah. to do that. That's an unwanted right. skill. <laughs> yeah. If you could if the three of us can do it, <laughs> it anybody can do it. We're not even really doing it. We just like show up. We're just, we just <laughs> talk. Yeah. We're not really doing sure. anything. Nothing we just we just bring on colorful guests. <laughs> right. That carry yeah, you're carrying you're carrying the carry whole through the end. <laughs> <laughs> uh next up, uh best advice for getting your name out. In the industry. I feel like we've answered this a lot of different ways, or it's been asked a lot of different ways. It's always same answer for most of them. Build something that's impressive and get out there and show it. That's your your calling card, your business card. Show what you can do instead of telling people what you're going to do. Or doing OnlyFans. I was going to say show your boobs. Yeah. 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 yeah, OnlyFans is... That's a way to go. It seems to change, good. though. That, that question I don't know if that's in our industry. Year to year. I can weld really good, and I can shape some metal. And, by the way, here's my dick. Like, <laughs> I don't know if the dick... I, mean, yeah, no, I think the... Like, Difference. Oh, by the way, here's like my wife, who's got beautiful... Oh! Yeah. That's, okay. I think that's where everybody else was Yeah. maybe going with it. Mm-hmm. Right, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah. show your wife. I know that's where you were... Yeah, you were going to... Working was, into it. Yeah, you were... Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stepping stones. Into no, that I mean we've said this. You got to have a business card, and the business card is whatever you can build, mm-hmm. whatever customer that you've got. Um, I feel like we've—it's a broken record. We talk about this all the time, but 
You donate everything you can possibly donate. You sacrifice everything you can possibly sacrifice. You take what the customer can give and you give the rest because that's your fucking business card. And that's what you've got to get out there and what everybody's going to see. It's an interesting conversation, though, because I've looked at people that I do not respect and are doing things I disagree with, and they have millions of followers. So it's like, you know, they have a bunch of attention for being perhaps, you know, a villain or, you know, just doing shady shit or the easy way. And they seem to sometimes get. Well, those are, they're known for being characters. Sure. Not for. But views are views, I suppose, you know, if that's the question. You know, it's a, it's a tough one because it's, it, it, our industry is really hard to get viewers um, because any girl with gigantic tits can have 500,000 followers pretty easily, you know, and it's a, we have to, we have to grind for our, you know, followers and our views and, you know, our likes and they it's grind super, for super hard. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I haven't figured it out, so I don't know. I, I think there's a difference between followers, you yeah. know, air quotes. Yes. Um, and customers. And customers. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. My thought is, something. yeah, no. You my thought something. is that, like, I'm wondering if, like, we're sounding like a broken record with the whole, like, you know, thrash, give it away, do it for free, get it out there, make it your, you know, billboard, make it your business card. Is that just us being like dinosaurs? You know, at, at this point, is there another? We maybe know, don't know what it takes in 2022. Right. We just know what it took fucking 20 years ago. It's changing yeah. so fast. I, but everyone we've talked to is on the same same way, right? I, they built a car and donated a whole bunch and busted their ass to get it there. How did, how did you get noticed? What was your first build? Get lucky. Got lucky. Um, built some cars for the right people. And they reposted it, and then it went... Yeah, but how did you build them for the right people? Like you obviously, like I guess here, <clears throat> what I'm getting at, what my thought, my initial thought was right. that a lot of it's like character and personality, yeah. and like you've got to generally be like a decent human being. There's you know, <laughs> this this industry yes. brings great people, phenomenal people, you know, very you know people who are very true, and it also brings some shady, you know, fly by night individuals. Yeah. And yeah. who would those be? Yeah, mate. so like Those I was guys. saying, you know, <laughs> I, I, I think that, uh, you know, generally people, you know, thrive on relationships and personality. Anybody that we're dealing with, you know, people gotten are, you this far. Right, right. <laughs> the, the, you know, our customer base is all very successful, you know, self-made people who are they made their living. They've built a career out of using their judgment of. Right. You know. What kind of people are they surrounding themselves? I, I with, agree. You know I what I mean. I agree with what you're saying. You still, once that door is open, you have to do what you say you're going to do, whatever sure. it takes. Yeah. If you say you're going to do X, whatever it takes to get to X, you can't be like, "Hey, I got to Y," mm-hmm. you know, or whatever comes before X, you know, and Z. And the, yeah, like no, Z. And Z's comes after. Okay. Yeah, X and the Y <laughs> comes after. Whatever, you know what I'm saying. But you can't get to that point and be like, hey, guess what? We had a great relationship. You came to me for a great personality. I told you I could build it for X amount of dollars, and I can't, so I'm going to need some more money, you know what I'm saying, to build it to what I want to be. Right. The, it's, I, get, I 100% agree with what you're saying. It sounds like a broken record. You've got to be able to get out there. Nothing's going to be given to you. 
no matter how badass you think you are and all that kind of stuff, you've got to fucking work for it. Yeah. Maybe it's different now. The only advice we can give is what we went through. I don't think it's much different. And I guess I shouldn't have said I'm, I was lucky because I guess there isn't anything like this, not luck. You're you're working, you're making your own luck for sure. So just being humble and just getting, you know, doing grinding and doing my thing. But I think now it's much easier to get, you know, to get it. There's just, I guess, different avenues. Now with Instagram and social media, there's a lot easier to get exposure and get in front of people. There's a lot of ways to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Latch onto somebody or do a thing that's spectacular or cause some drama. I mean, I know some people that just cause drama all the time and they have a bunch of followers for it. It's just like, well, the biggest difference though, I don't think the path is any different now versus then. The difference is the patience level. I, I don't know if we had more patience or we were too fucking stupid to know the difference, but I think that now it seems like a lot of newer guys don't have the patience. It's like, well, I'm, I'm building my first car. Mm-hmm. Notice me. And I want, I want everything here now. I am. Right here. I am. And where's, where's my SEMA spot? Right. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't come fucking overnight. Yeah. 20 years later, we're still fucking working just as fucking hard. Yeah. You know, am, am I, am I wrong in that? No, I, I, you're, you're right with that. Like it's the patience, I think, is the biggest part of it. Yeah. I it's, think the it's less not work hard for that one. And then if you don't get what you thought you were going to get, let me tell you something right now. You're never, ever going to get what you think you're going to get yeah. after a car build. Ever. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Ever, 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 ever. Maybe stop thinking about it. Maybe, maybe just, just stop thinking yeah. about it. Is that customer happy? Get back to work. Just work. Did you give that customer everything and more yeah. than he thought? That's right. Dude, I think, honestly, you like, I think honestly, if you have to, if you, if you like pull all this bullshit out of it and you, know, you guys are kind of inadvertently touching on it, like we never, ever thought about anything. Right. Like, there was never like a, we want to be here or we want to do this or we want this build or we want this customer or we want to be in this magazine or here it was simply like just focus on creating yes creating and whatever whatever cool, we're doing right now do it the last do one. it the best you can possibly do yep and hope you can do better the next one and it's organic yeah. and you you cannot beat anything that's made organically right. like that yeah, I think if you try to like say like I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna win this award or I'm gonna win the Riddler, I'm gonna get this, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, and it's gonna get me this, it's probably not going to. Yeah. Just right. make this like the best you can possibly make it. And yep. True. Whatever whatever comes will come. And there's your there's your answer. That's it. I think we, we also, arrived at it. Dude, yeah, that it one took, took a while, a while to get there. Yep. We, yeah. Yeah. We matriculated. There's also, there's also OnlyFans. Just, yeah, no, if it, yeah, at the end of the day, right. if it doesn't work out, that's right. That's just a, show your butthole. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hundred thousand followers. Yeah. <laughs> I, look what it's done for Josh. I mean, yeah. Tell you what, you wouldn't think that there'd be a, a like a fan base. <laughs> oh, yeah. There he is. Dude, my, my wife told me to do it years ago. Yeah. Babe. I don't, it's so I don't mind if you jerk off at night on the computer in front of whoever. I'm like, like what? Yeah, he uh, started with feet and he's just kind of gone up. Yeah, literally. He, he brings up some weird shit. <laughs> Show your bottle. That should be a sticker. That yeah. should be a bumper That's sticker. Be a t-shirt. I think That's yeah. gonna be a t-shirt. They've got I, I'd love to take credit for that, but I think that goes back to uh, a mentor that really helped us in this industry of uh, Ray Frutasuli. Yeah. With, 
Let me see that bajo. <laughs> yeah, race was a... That's how he said it? Yeah. Bajo? Bajo. Yeah, just like that. Uh, next question. <laughs> Your favorite project so far? The Mr. Gasket Suburban, probably. I mean, it's not not because it's the greatest... It's because it had a Bigfoot gas pedal in it. No, no it was just... It was, a, it, it was a very cool project that brought a lot of cool people together, and everybody rose to the occasion when we did it. Had a lot of talent on it. Um, you know, it was a project that, uh, you and me and my dad have worked over the years together in the garage, but behind the scenes, you know, the, like the father and son working together was always like a, what the fuck are you doing, dad? Like, give me that. I'll fucking like, I'll do it because I'm going to do it right. You know, but that was an opportunity where he lent his woodworking skills in a project, but he would still, it was, he would call me over he was working at home in his wood shop making all the floor pans and everything out of like teak and uh i guess i don't know what you'd call it but it was like teak and you'd caulk you know the seams it would be like you know the, the floor of a sport fisherman boat mm -hmm. um so that was that was just something that was super cool because the two of us really worked together had an awesome time doing it i used my metal shaping skills that i converted to woodworking skills of like I use a grinder to shape wood. Like I do really cool stuff and run a two I, by four through an English wheel. Well, yeah, not that, but like, <laughs> yeah, it was just it was a it was a very right, it was a very cool project. I you know me and my dad worked together on it, built some really cool stuff. You know, John York stepped up and did some really cool like leather goods and things like that. And Chad was on board at the time and did some. It was one of those things where like everybody was Team right. Effort. Everybody's in that sweet spot where they were trying to do something that was a little bit different than what they were used to doing. You know, if you were a metal shaper, like I'm a metal shaper, but I was doing stuff out of wood. And John was a sheet metal shaper, but he was playing with leather goods, you know. And Chad was an all around guy, but he's, you know, stitching all kinds of various, like made a crazy ass shift knob and was helping out on the upholstery side. And the upholstery guy was in house at that time helping out it's it's not that it's the greatest car we've ever done but it was just it was just pretty cool just to stand back and watch yeah, yeah. everything everybody everybody do, enjoying right themselves. everybody do their thing and yeah. charlie hutton was you know oh, here wow. helping out on the paint body side and uh boy what was which which boy there's a lot of i get confused on the Boyd thing but that was I, I think i'm wrong whichever one i say it was chris chris Cottington. i thought it was chris, chris Cottington. Cottington or boy one of the coddingtons as a part of that as well on, on the design side you know, to some extent um but it was it was just a fun project that's huge yeah, yeah. but you phil i was gonna say you go next oh. uh go clockwise if i just gotta if i gotta pick one i years ago when i was still down south uh we got the opportunity to build a uh well 32 roadster pickup for a uh, great customer matthew gordon and it was uh interesting chain of events of how the build came about and then of course like every hot rod shop we had a uh, limited deadline or timeline from and a deadline from what we said we were going to do because we got all hyped up and excited with the customer and like fuck yeah we're going to do this um so then we had to actually back to my point of the other one we had to do what we said we we're going to do um but the 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 build and design direction to be able to do something that was a modern interpretation of a show rod um and there was no body of reference there was no you know there's nothing it was a cool car there was 
it was completely out of left field, do whatever the fuck we wanted to do. There was a lot of great family history there with, with Matthew and his dad being an Oldsmobile guy. Um, you know, we ran the Olds motor and the Olds gauge cluster. So we did a lot of cool shit like that with blending in with the Ford, um, you know, cycle fenders and, you know, chopped and channeled. I mean, uh, sectioned and channeled a lot of, a lot of cool, crazy shit in a short amount of time. What year was, was that? What year? Uh, it was Ford Grand National in... 73 or 74? 20, <laughs> uh, 2014, 2015, okay. something okay. like that. Yep. It was the same year that Troy Led had the Packard. Okay. Mm-hmm. Same year. So yep. a little baby blue, a little roadster pickup. Um, and it was, it, was a, it was just a fun build. It was, uh, you know, every little small little detail, sweating over little things. And that was where it was kind of digging through history and seeing what could have been, but then rewriting history in modern terms and, and trying to stay true to tradition. But um, I don't know. It wasn't the greatest, wildest, most crazy thing. It was just a, it was a fun one. And yeah. if I had to pick right this very second, I'd probably say that it was a, it was a fun, was, fun build to be a, to, to do. Isn't that funny? It boils down to the memories and the, uh, the enjoyment you got out of it. The yeah. build, yeah. Not, not necessarily the end product. Right. Yeah. And I'd have to say the same thing. I was wondering, I was thinking this whole time, and then you mentioned your father, and I was like, I'd have to say the same thing. I I built a 63 Impala on uh, four pumps, eight batteries, 13-inch Dayton's, wrapped the frame, and did the whole lowrider thing, and <clears throat> took it took it to my dad's place, and we finished, did the final assembly there. And, yeah, by far, like by far now that I think about it, the funnest most important build I've ever done. Not, and not because the car was anything cool. It was just another Impala SS with all the low rider shit on it. Yeah. But, you know, but it was just the uh, amount of fun I had with my dad. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. We got to build a low rider one of these days. Oh, That's man. on the bucket <laughs> list. Like a training day. Yes. G-body. Yes, absolutely. I yeah. love, it's fun. I love that. It's super hop. fun. I've yeah. been talking about it for years to be able to G body 13s, Pull three wheel around a corner in the hood, blasting Waylon Jennings is. <laughs> yeah. Where the fuck does Waylon Jennings? I'm like, dude, I'm a huge Waylon Jennings fan. Yeah, right? I know because it's right like, with what, you. And then, where yeah. does that? Because it's a fish out of line, water, right? Exactly. It's like going to the Lone Star okay. Throwdown in uh, Texas, that truck show, right? I'm standing there. I see this big donk a donk four wheel drive with 24 by. 100 inches wide tires, like the goofiest things I've ever seen. A white guy in there with a cowboy hat and chewing, cranking like Drake or something. Yeah. I was like, what? There's what? just something about when you, because instantly your your human brain starts connecting all the dots. Yeah. Until that thing happens, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Where am what I? What was he listening to? Yeah. And it's just, Dude, it's just I, fun, so something funny about it. The, the lowrider thing, that's at some point in time, I will have like a legit ro- lowrider because that, to me, is like one of my early childhood memories. You know, my dad was in the body shop business, and as a kid, I would go there, you know, a young kid, you know, you're talking like eight, nine, something like that, and some badass Mexican dudes, like, in the back, and everybody had some sick lowriders. So I remember we'd, like, we'd talk, and they'd tell me, like, they'd bring my, I'd bring my 124th scale cars in, and they would, like, mod them up for me and like paint them and stuff and always talk about it they had like crazy over the top low i mean you're talking like legit low riders attention to detail yeah Yeah. velour interiors full hydros crazy over the top paint jobs and that was 
like those were my first memories of like hot rods and custom cars custom was like cars. full blown legit yeah. low riders. So y- you need point, to ride in one. They're aggressive. Like you get forty eight volts. It like yeah. compresses your spine. You're like, <laughs> oh, they'll, they'll shoot. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember doing, I was like charging the batteries separate because I didn't have the right charger and doing up the battery cables and they're all wired in parallel or series, I should say. <laughs> I was doing up the ground, I think, in a like half inch wrench or whatever. And I touched the Clipped wrench it. to the quarter panel Ooh. and the wrench just disappeared. <laughs> I just had like a, I had two white spots on my hand. And the rest of my hand was black. And I was like, where'd the wrench go? <laughs> it's gone. Contrary to popular belief, like you watch them, you'd think they'd ride good. They don't ride good. That's really? weird. Yeah, because that's <laughs> the one thing I always right. thought. You always thought. I like, had two ton yeah. coils in mine. And pulling three wheel is harder my, than yeah, you think. Yeah, my springs were like that Dude. big around. Pulling three wheel is not just like you hit a switch and it does it. Like it's it's fucking difficult. Yeah, it, w- it will if you set it up right. I think I had like 14-inch cylinders in the back of mine, so it had no choice but to stand oh, on three. I but but uh, I, I remember I was at a car show, and I just parked my car in three-wheel, parked it there like that. And I come up on it just to check on it, and there's some guy taking a picture of his daughter, and she's laying underneath the car. Yeah, not the best idea. <laughs> I'm like, the only thing holding that car up is a, a O-ring, <laughs> is an O-ring that I can slide o- over my finger. But, so I... Yeah, I put the car down for the rest of the show. <laughs> what about you? Um, I'm going to go more of a raw feel and enjoyment side and go with Matt 70 Chevelle ah. right there. Um, again, it wasn't anything insanely over the top, but it just kind of hit everything for me. And every time we had the car back here, he shipped up here to do a couple road tours with and get in it and drive it and just put a huge smile on my face and, it was timeless. It was classic, but it was all modern on the performance and drivability side. It had that perfect horsepower to tire size ratio where first, second gear, anywhere you stand that it'll burn the tires off. But if you wanted to get in and make it hook up, it'll go and just put you back in the seat. It was a absolute blast to drive, a pleasure just to cruise around in. And going back to the days of uh, uh, Days of Confused, you just felt like you were Wooderson, like driving around like a badass in there. I might want to change my answer. I'll go, I'll go back to Matt's car. <laughs> yeah. That fucking car is cool. Well, it's I in can't the right believe he sold too. it. Yeah. Yeah. Horrible well, decision. Yeah. Matt sells a lot of really cool shit, unfortunately. There's to a be such a successful blue and white guy, C10 makes, that he, he makes sold. stupid decisions. Yeah. <laughs> Horrible decisions. Uh, Before that car went on to its next owner, Josh and I had the privilege of, on the last road tour, I was following you in the spec Camaro. Yeah. And Josh had super glue on the tires at that point. Something, whatever you did with that, like we found this sweet spot. Where, where were we? It was coming out of the tail of the dragon. Yeah. We were, we were south of, uh, wherever that spot is in North Carolina. And, uh, it probably about an hour south of tail of the dragon, wherever that road is. We got to running. We probably put 25 miles on the rest of the pack. Really? Easily. Because we stopped for a long time yeah. to wait. And what car were you in this one? I was in that one. He was and Josh was ahead of me in the spec uh, 69 Camaro. And he's just going. It was, it was a 4L60 auto 430 horse. I was by LS. myself. He was by himself. I was, I was leading for navigation purposes or whatever it was. There was a 
there's probably eight or ten of us in a run. And you just felt it. And, you just and went. Yeah, for it was some like, reason, well, it just felt right. It were bad influences. <laughs> so if I took a turn pretty aggressively, I'm, a, I'm in his he's, bumper. He's on the bumper. Yeah. So the next one, a little bit harder. It's a one-up So then it just right. keeps going and going <laughs> and going. And, I mean, then it just you just get into it. I mean, I, I don't even know where we're going. Throw, phone is thrown in the floorboard, and now we're on it. And it is... I swear, oh, yeah. you're right. That is probably the most fucking fun yeah. for a long period of time. Yeah, I drove that like it was like 24 hours of Le Mans. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, heel-toe downshift, and we're just barreling into corners. <laughs> I'm, in a, wow. I'm in a, like you said, a 4L60. And the margin of error was like, like that, because, you know, those were like, it wasn't a little wipeout. Anything right. was catastrophic. Yeah. Yeah. Done. Yeah, yeah. We were gone. Seatbelt off. Yeah, you're but, dying with the car. And you weren't <laughs> right, you, you weren't invited on this little I was on the road tour. I was probably else. driving the Legends truck at that time, I think. Yeah. But you just had so much confidence in it. It's yeah. not like we were pushing it, but we weren't like pushing it, pushing right. it. You know, the right. car still had it, I was driving it to the extent of my driving abilities. But, but your heart rate was up. Lot. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the car had a lot more in it still. Oh, that's something about that, that, that Camaro, that spec Camaro, it's especially an, with that four anomaly, dude. You drive it as hard <laughs> as you possibly 60. can. You go in like two thirds in the turn and step on the brakes. And that thing sits. And as soon as the back end goes like this, just, fucking good, <laughs> you're back in it. And every single time. And well, and you start getting that confidence in it, it doesn't matter. What the camber is, what the turn is, what grade it is, whatever you do, the yeah, same thing freak. over and over and over. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, fuck yeah. Yep. I mean, it's, it, we had a fucking was, blast. That's what it's all about, right? Yeah. But oh, then, yeah. like you said, we, we, get, we get so far ahead of the rest of the pack. And we've had to have gone, no, no exaggeration, this was 30 minutes straight, at least. Yeah. And so it's finally, we kind of like, we get to a clearing and there's like a little creek or whatever. We like pull over because we know everybody else is coming. And you pull over and you're, it's like, hurts Pretty cool, huh? Pretty cool, huh? You were driving fast. Like, you were driving fast. Like, I had to go. I can't believe you were keeping up with me. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That was. Did we just become best friends? Next up. Well, I should have pre read these. How is Josh feeling knowing that Florida Georgia Line have played their last shows ever? Drastically disappointed, and he's waiting for the comeback tour. I didn't know that they had played their last shows ever. Because you would have been there. Well, it doesn't make any sense because I don't think they have. uh, For a duo, one of them can't sing, and the other one sucks. You would think that they would (laughs) they would have lasted longer than they have. I mean, I'll say the thing like what Josh communicates with me. I'll speak for Josh on this. (laughs) Is that you know he's he's such he's such a fan, but. You know, it's not It'll like play on forever in his mind. Yeah. Like for a lot of music enthusiasts, you would love to hear your favorite band live, right? Like I've seen the Rolling Stones live. It's fucking awesome. You know, Mick Jagger just fucking rips it up. I mean, Florida Georgia Line for Josh, their studio recordings are where it's at, right? I mean, they're so for at least, yeah, at least what I hear from him, <laughs> it's just the way they put it together in the studio. It's so good. Oh yeah, auto tune. I don't think it, right. I don't think that they're if they're breaking up, if they're just like if it's a mutual agreement to just not perform anymore. I don't think that has any effect because they're 
studio recordings, their albums will live on forever. Mm-hmm. For and it's probably a marketing ploy. I wouldn't stress too much. Yeah, yeah they'll, they'll be, be back. back yeah. Don't worry about back. it. Like, Don't worry. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like it's that kind of standard saying, like, never meet your idols because you'll be disappointed? Mm. Like, never see them live in concert because no, you might think, be disappointed? I think there's hundreds of other people I'd rather listen to. They, they suck. Live? They suck more than anybody. <laughs> they, they, I absolutely cannot stand Florida Georgia Line. And the fact that this shit keeps getting brought up, that, like, <laughs> I actually like Florida Georgia Line. Dude. I'm glad they're fucking broken up. I hope they go fucking broke because they suck. They shouldn't have made a fucking living doing what they were doing, sounding as bad as they fucking sound. I can't wait, dude. When we're dude, I hope uh, that I hope either one of them show up right here. I, your ass. I can't wait until we're it's a it's good guys Nashville, right? <laughs> and we've had a couple bourbons and we're you know walking down what's the what's the street there? The, Whiskey one, Row, yeah, whatever, Main street. yeah, whatever yeah. it is, Main yeah. Street. And out of FGL bar and grill comes at Florida Georgia, Florida Georgia, Georgia line comes the two of them and they're broke up. Josh gets fucking knocked yeah, out with a truly can. They're still business partners. <laughs> what do you think I take? What do you think is all six inches of, <laughs> of the truly can? Okay. I Maybe think, it's a white claw. I don't know. Here's the way I think this goes down. I think you take a combination of a, Denim slash flannel, flannel yeah. hooded shirt with a button that, on it that comes off and becomes a weapon. Oh, if you can basically you like sling your shirt with a snap on it, ninja form and just ties you up like right out in the open. You're gonna sit here and tell me that you think I'll get fucking choked out by either of the Florida Georgia Line yeah, boys? No, yeah. I don't think it's a choke out. I think that it comes around you and they disable you like right out in front of everybody. So like one of those peers, police holds where you're yeah, like, you're that's, a yeah. Yeah. that's a nightmare. That's a nightmare. Your peers all see it, at which point it just becomes like a full-on just ass whooping. I hope they're fucking listening right now because they better be on fucking guard. Because to preemptive that situation, I'm whooping one of their asses. I'm going to find them in the next year. Dude, I've Googled them before just for the sheer like point of making fun of you. It looks like the two, they work out. Man. All right. Next, next fucking question. Dude, what if I order an RS4 chassis and the PO is FGL? What's going to yep. happen? Is Josh that chassis going to get that. built? Is it going to get Front built? Front of the line, I, I guarantee you. Josh will just have a fucking shit fit up there <laughs> and just throw it out. Who knows? It may or may not get some yeah. shit hidden in the frame rail. <laughs> <laughs> is that a dick? Yep. Yeah. Laser that's cut exa- dick? That's exactly a dick. Yeah. If you were wondering... That's a penis. Uh, all right. Uh, next up, most unusual chassis request. Phil Fields says, "This is I feel like this is a Phil question. You get some. Yeah, we get a lot of them. Some interesting ones. Whenever they uh, re-air the uh, episode we were on Kindig, it blows up of a Chrysler Sebring rear-wheel drive with a Hellcat or whatever the current drive of the vehicle is. They want to change swap it. it. Yeah. yeah. If it's front-wheel drive, make it rear wheel. If it's rear wheel, make it front wheel. If it's no wheel, make it all wheel. If it's all wheel, make it rear wheel. Yeah. yeah. If it's North Star, make it South Star. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, as far as unusual chests we've built, we've done a lot of unique, cool, unusual stuff. Uh, we're doing a, 1970 p10 step van shorty chassis right now being built um we've done a rolls royce for the uh the ring brothers 
It was a 1960-something Ferrari that we did a custom chassis for. And some Mercedes um, for Vescios, Bo Vescios. Yeah. yeah. They're in a 54 Jag for Miranda right now. I don't, at this point, I don't know how to answer this without sounding stupid, but there's none that's like wild. Like all of them, it's just different. Well, yeah, let's ask, so let's ask crazy. a question. What would, what would make a crazy chassis? I mean, you know, tandem rear axles or, like, You're not you know, I mean, like what, because, yeah. you know, four wheels and steering and a rear end, that's like, you can pretty much bake. Make anything fit anything. There, Somebody right? called wanted to do a fucking Miata. I mean, that's obviously just sacrilege. You're not going to fuck with perfection. I, I think at I mean, this point, to be honest with you, the only thing that would throw direction. me for a loop that I would consider wild is if somebody wanted like a performance Amphicar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've done so much. I mean, I love doing the, the like unusual a better stuff. outdrive on it or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah with like a with like, like a, a M, Merc like, number yeah, six yeah, on the you'd back. You get like a number six or an M8 yeah. drive on the back of it, like something rad with a, you know. 1350 in it but no i i enjoy doing all those unusual to, you know, to your point it's like you said it's a now the the nash metropolitan we did for paul atkins not too long ago that was that was a weird yeah one. What was, was it a, was it a pro street deal or no it was no. just it was more pro touring ish and he yeah. wanted you know he wanted some wheels and some lip and i don't know if you know yeah, those like cars, a go-kart they're about as wide car. as this yeah. table yeah <laughs> the, wow. the coolest part about about those chassis is when you see the finished product because you sometimes you flip for, it <laughs> well no sometimes you forget about them and then we're at columbus and we saw the finished nash yeah and it was a wet it, it didn't like wagon yeah form dude and it was a gorgeous car that's got to be so trippy for you guys to it, send us chassis out so, and you see it in yeah. SolidWorks. yeah and, uh, cool good luck and then you see it. Yeah, yeah. like you said, because it you must don't, be so wild. We do an awful lot of them, and you don't see all of them get completed. So seeing something like that was really, really cool to see it finished. Yeah, that was a wild one. What was the thing that uh, Berman built from Lakeside? Um, it's a the little... Studebaker. No, it wasn't a Studebaker. It was a little... Fuck, what was that thing? Studebaker? <laughs> I thought it was a... It was a he, it was a Ute, and they turned it into a wagon. Ute, Ute Australian for Ute? utility. Uh, shit! What was that? I think that was the question I asked you. It was one of those little fucking cars. Yep. Yeah. Smallski. It was one of those small. <laughs> Good talk. <laughs> Good talk, guys. <laughs> Canadian whiskey. Check out Roger Berman at Lakeside Rods. And next up, see, last but not least, do you guys have any cars going to SEMA this year? Yeah, we sure do. End of end of answer. That was a yes. Absolutely, we do. Where we three three going this year? Trey. Yes, Spanish for three. Um, we've got the, uh, good guys, OBS truck. That'll be out there. Um, that is going right out front of the main door, right there at the outside. Front. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right where you see it out there at the, <laughs> at the main entrance. Um, yeah, right out there at the front. It'll be out there. Uh, something Hall. is that blonde going to be hanging out with it all week? Maybe. I mean, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> we'll give you the so introduction if she is. Yeah. I don't care. <clears throat> We caught a little bit of flack for that by no, some you people. Didn't. You didn't get the emails. Yeah, yeah. some people got pissed. Yeah. Extremely, 
extremely disappointed. Yeah. Not, not mad, just disappointed. Yeah. Fill me in. We had, so we had one gentleman, Josh. Yeah, I Phil, Phil yeah, fielded the, the email on this. He is not going to be purchasing the chassis, the potential chassis that he thought about purchasing. Because we have resorted to, I forgot the words that he used, but uh, uh, pornographic and lewd uh, material on our website. Okay. Like it, it was, it was one or two videos. It was fairly. These are guys that never re- had subscriptions to Sport Truck Magazine or Truck <laughs> back in the day, or anything. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, or know, have been on Instagram right. because that's three quarters of what Instagram is. Please yeah. tell me you looked this guy up. Like, what's his? I didn't know. I I, I tried the police sent him a free chassis. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I went with the politically correct approach. Like it, it was something that we thought was kind of fun in the theme of the eighties and nineties yeah. truck magazines. It may have been a little bit much for some people, but everybody seems to love it. So wow. I'm sorry. It was uh, outside of your taste. Wow. Check back in a week. We'll have a lot of other car-related stuff well, on there. Good for you but... for taking the high road, but, man, that's disappointing. <laughs> if that pissed you off, stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, watch one don't, podcast. Don't listen to the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Wow. It's, yeah. So what else, Racima? It's a little wild. So we got OBS out front, entrance to South uh, Hall, or Central Hall, or North Hall, whatever that hall is. It will be there. It's the main lobby. It's central. Main yeah. lobby. Yeah. Next up. 70 Chevelle. That's going in BASF's booth. Yep. That will be, uh, it's, I guess, kind of our hero car. It's something we've been working on for a long time. Probably about three years in the making on it. It's a, uh, looking at the car right behind us, it's basically Matt Saxton's car plus steroids so turned up to 11 yeah in honor of spinal tap yeah i think it's something we're we're pretty proud of it had uh you know kind of pulled out all the stops from a detail standpoint uh just an over-the-top car that still is very much just a 1970 chevelle so i think we did everything we can possibly do without taking it away from being a 70 chevelle ss so crazy detailed I'm excited about it. It's at avant garde right now. And you're sure the 22s on the rear are going to work? Uh, the 22s are on the front. So, okay. yeah, oh, be, probably yeah with the 24s on the back. It's just a it's a scaled <laughs> version of a like with a spoke concept okay. of All the right. original Magnum. I mean, <laughs> how did you how did you pull off the under the under like the wheel well lighting? We did it and white if because the stripes are white. So, but it's a warm white. Yeah. It's like <laughs> a day glow. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. like a 400 Kelvin. So, oh, right. yeah, that's the difference. Did you use those like antique bulbs? Yeah, like exactly. Those? Yeah, okay. yeah. You, well, Edison, Edison bulbs. It's an Edison, Edison bulb. bulb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the wheels are probably one of the cooler parts of the car. Yeah, they um, are. Yeah, Jesse Greening did them. Um, really, really cool wheel. Um, it's got kind of a billet trim ring look on it. And it's, it's interesting the whole just, outer like, hoop, right? Yeah, sitting here staring at that car. Um, you know, that that car was perfect, but this car is perfect. Perfect. It's that's a that's so a serious detailed. booth too. I mean, that thing's gonna get some great exposure in there. I hope so, yeah. Uh, what's that what's next? Well, on that car too, we worked oh. with uh Goolsby, Jonathan Goolsby sprayed it. He you know, at the time uh we we're backed up, reached out to Goolsby to give us a hand on the paint. Um, car we body work, send it over to them. So, our buddies over there, 
sprayed it out. Got a lot of good people involved. You know, Jonathan on the paint, Jeremy Carlson on the interior, Jesse Greening helped out on the wheels. Uh, just something that's going to be pretty bitching. A little, little unveil debut at SEMA. Sweet. And third and final car? The Grand National. The GN. Yeah, the old GN. That's the first time we're going to have a car in our own booth. So, yeah, we thought to ourselves, we're like, well, we park these cars in other people's booths because these other people are trying to drive traffic to their booth. So this is a pretty damn cool car. Well, let's just put it in our booth. Good <laughs> so, idea. Yeah. Um, we finally got a big enough booth to be able to put a car yeah. in as well. So Right. But... Uh, yeah, that's a car. Hopefully, well, we got a few <clears throat> paint touch-ups and things to do on it because we've been burning uh, the tires off and on it, having some fun <laughs> with it. But it's a very usable, functional car that uh, also, I think it'll. Uh, I hope it'll change the landscape a little bit to show people that the '80s stuff is, it's on and popping. It was. It's happening. It was fun. Yeah, so. it was a fun project. It's it's definitely over the top for a. You know, an 80s vehicle. Bitchin'. Well, if I wasn't going to go to SEMA, I'm going to go now. Are you going? I will now. You need to go. I have to it's see those cars. It's close to home for you. You're not bringing anything this year? Nah. Nah? Nope. Just myself. Well, just come and let's hang out. Let's do yeah. it. We can get drunk again let's and come. not have to do this recording Drunker. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we'll get drunkest. Yeah, at least right now yeah. we're trying to, like, keep it together. Right? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I'm in. All right. That's it. That's it. That's it. Thanks, everybody, for listening to Oil & Whiskey with the Roadster Shop and Ironclad Original. If you like the show, be sure to leave us a rating and review. Make sure you go follow Dell at, at Delmo Speed. Thanks again to our guest, Dell Yushenko. We'll see you again next week. <laughs>